0: Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry, and this is our podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look as we create a comic book.
1: We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um,
0: Check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics, and please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes.
1: Enjoy the episode. Let's rock and roll. Snarf Talk back in the
0: house. Oh hey, we're we're live. Yeah, we are. We're back. One week later, and we're here. I feel like I've learned so much
1: this week. It was like 8 days, really. But yeah. I'm I don't know what you would have learned this week. Nothing really. I mean except for water mitigation. Yeah, there's a lot of that.
0: <laughs> um icy roads.
1: Yeah, that's... We was... had school shut down. These roads are ridiculous. If none of you guys follow my Snapchat story, We would have seen how terrible the ice was in my driveway.
0: Yeah, I saw you had to pull your van into your garage with a winch.
1: Winched it in (laughs) from the old Ranger. That's awesome. Luckily, uh, I had enough cable on it to reach it. Because if I had to pull the Ranger out onto the ice, it would have just pulled the Ranger forward. But I kept it in the garage, pulled it right in, put it in neutral. And here's what made me like the happiest in this situation. Because I thought... I don't know how I'm going to get it out of here because it was stuck. Like, uh, I was trying to get it in the garage. It wouldn't go up the hill, but then I slid far enough down where the back tires went off the gravel. Oh! And at that point it wasn't going anywhere, like literally nowhere. There was no way I was going to get it out of there. And Amy wasn't going to be able to get it out of there the next morning to go to work. Right. So I was like, well, the only thing I could do is use the winch on the Ranger. I knew that, but I was like, I don't know where I can hook this up at. I leaned down, look underneath of the van. Perfect, uh, like hook, tow hook. Yeah, right in it's the right
0: in the center of the van underneath. That Honda Motor Vehicle Company has thought of everything. Unbelievable.
1: Then, so I was like, that is absolutely perfect. Then I went around the back, looked in the back. They got two of them in huh, the back. That's awesome. Underneath, welded to the frame. Nice. Yeah, I was very impressed. <laughs> Because it was dead center of the van. See, you made the right
0: decision. I went with the Dodge minivan. There's nothing wrong with Dodge. they no, that They've thing got is the... a hot pile of garbage. <laughs> it is the worst vehicle I've ever owned by far. Really? And I will vehemently suggest that people do not purchase one.
1: No kidding. Yeah. All because of your transmission issue?
0: Oh, to say the least, that thing is a pile of garbage. It's well, garbage.
1: It's got the stolen go.
0: It was so cheap, but... <laughs> garbage the stone go is really nice it is they're the I mean.
1: only ones that have it them yeah. and chrysler obviously. well
0: then they're selling stone go seats that barely move themselves down the road with a <laughs> rest of vehicle that is that sucks yeah it's i'm sorry but you know it's dirt cheap and it's meant for paupers like me
1: paupers yeah. you're calling yourself a pauper well
0: i'm driving a dodge grand caravan i'm a pop pa- well wow. i'm not driving the cadillac of minivans
1: which is not, I, I would say a Toyota is. Wait, Cadillac? Yeah, they don't make it. I wanted to no, get... No, no,
0: the best minivan by far is the Honda.
1: I don't I wanted to get the Toyota because it's all-wheel drive. I wouldn't have had to tow the Toyota in. Well, you can get true. an all-wheel drive Toyota.
0: And this has been minivan talk <laughs> with Chris and Jerry. It
1: was. So we're actually going to start with the news uh real quick. I don't know if you had any. Did you I, I
0: had a couple, but I'm, you might have the same news. Maybe. There was some big news this week.
1: The big news I saw right off the bat was that... And it's really actually not that big of a news. Is that DC? I thought it was going to be big news. DC laid off 3% of its uh, workforce. Really? And I was like, holy crap, 3% of its workforce. That's got to be. It's probably not that much. Quite a few people. It's seven people. <laughs> but it's, it's like clickbait. Big, yeah. You know, it was clickbait basically for the 3% because. I, like, it's seven people, and the total workforce of D.C. Is, on register is 240 people. Right. That's it. Well, you know. I mean, because everybody else is, like, um, they're, like, contracted, basically. You know, they're for hire workers that they just hire for projects. Right. I didn't realize it was that, like, that many of them, though. Yeah. It's only, but... The big thing was that they're restructuring and going towards um an older way of reworking the company, like how they were in the 90s, I guess. Oh.
0: Well, yeah. I feel like they're doing very well right now as far as what they're publishing. So. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. So, that I thought was going to be big news turned out wasn't that big of news. The big news that I did see and it, that came out today is that David Tennant is doing a podcast. Really? Yeah. And it was it's called uh, it's just called David Tennant does a podcast. Ugh, I'm listening. Or it says does a podcast but bo- podcast with, and he just does it with different. Oh, it's like an interview show. Yeah, it's just oh, that's all it is. I'm into it. Interview show with different celebrities: Kristen uh, Ritter, Ritter. Yeah, is, is Jessica Jones it. herself. Um, uh, uh, I think uh, Whoopi Goldberg is on it. John Hamm. Is Thanks. on it. Like he he did like a teaser trailer basically for his podcast and then had each celebrity say their name and he was saying, you know, that's just who we've recorded so far. But there's obviously a lot more to come. I was I'm in the bag. So it hasn't launched yet. It hasn't. Uh, nope. I think it's next week. I'm excited. Is when it launches. I need a new awesome. podcast. That dude has a really good voice. If yeah. you listen like I was listening to him with the little teaser thing today and I like an English accent to begin with, but his, that's a thats a good English accent. <laughs> it's like he practiced it his whole life or yeah, something, yeah. you know? And he's my favorite doctor. He's
0: got a, a pretty good American accent, too. It's not bad. He does. You can tell it's an accent. What was but, that show he was on? Well, Broadchurch. Broadchurch. No, 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 no. The one in England the one here it was called something else is that what you're talking about yes
1: and it was on fox uh, i can't remember what it was called here that was a good tv show and they canceled it
0: um they didn't cancel it it was just a single season story it oh, wasn't I I... it was broadchurch in the uk was one story oh i was not and then not it was one story here and they're actually making another one here and it'll be a completely different story i don't even know if it has the oh, same oh so they're doing it like a true detective oh wait thing. us version of broadchurch canceled never mind lied yeah you're right
1: so i thought a grace point grace point Grace Point. Yep. Yeah, but they changed the ending. It was such a good show. From Broadchurch. I never watched Broadchurch.
0: Yeah, I didn't either, but I just heard that people were upset because they changed the ending. Oh,
1: you were acting like you were upset. And I was <laughs> like I wasn't
0: upset. You sound like a super fan. I didn't even know it existed until I saw Grace <laughs> and you Point. And he
1: ended up like coming in from the back door saying, No, I never watched any of it. Well, anyway. <laughs> Grace Grace Point is a really good show though. Yeah, it's not bad. It was only one season and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. And I was kind of Was that all your news? No, I got more. Because you missed some big news. Oh, I did. Yeah, go oh, ahead. I might have still missed it. Uh, the one that I thought was big is that there's a series coming, or there's a series that's out, a comic book series that's out. It started last month. There's only two issues out. It's a mini series. It's going to be twelve issues. It's the last story of Old Man Logan. Oh, and it's called Dead Man Logan. Okay. So, it's the last story. He's going to die at the end. Like, it's, it's not hidden. Like, he's going to die. How many
0: times can that guy die?
1: Well, right. So, what they've, they've played it off as Old Man Logan is in a different uh, universe or a different world than what the X-Men and everybody is that they're writing for Marvel. Right. In this story, Wolverine and Logan are going to finally meet. And they just came out with it with uh, Marvel's solicitations for April. And it's episode or it's issue six uh, of Dead Man Logan in April. Wolverine of now in the Marvel universe that they're writing in the X Men and Dead Man Logan are going to meet finally, and it looks awesome. The whole thing is like um, Logan it comes back to like this world to find Mysterio because Mysterio is the one who forced him to kill all the rest of the X Men and cause the whole like basic apocalypse of the world. Right. Basically. And he's coming back just to like try to find him. It's like a vendetta kind of thing. Like he's come back to this universe somehow. Not sure how. But he gets back to this universe and he's coming back just to find Mysterio, but runs into a lot of people along the way that is on his list of people to take out. Um and I think Wolverine's going to try to stop him because nobody else knows how to stop him. I don't know. Hmm. It looks pretty interesting to me, though. I'm into that. I'll yeah. check it out. If anything, I'm going to read issue six yeah. out of any of them. You know. Um. So that was one of them. Then, uh, this one is isn't very big. Well, I'm going to talk about this one first about the Punisher. So Punisher season two. I haven't watched haven't it watched yet. I haven't watched
0: it yet. It dropped, but yeah, but I'm waiting because Marley really um, likes that show. So I've been waiting for her to watch it with okay. her, me.
1: Yeah. So. yeah. Amy liked the last one too. She was like a little taken back by how brutal it was, but she still watched it. But
0: Marley it. watches like one episode of a show per month. Oh. So it's going to take me a very long time to yeah. watch that.
1: So next year this time I'll ask
0: I told you how her I'm like I'm going to have to review that show, so we're going to have to watch <laughs> yeah. it. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, we can start watching it." I'm like, "No, we're going to have to start it and finish and it finish in a it. span of like a week."
1: Yeah. Uh there so anyway, like Rotten Tomatoes gave put out its critic score of that, and it was 50%. Not very good. It's no. the second worst Marvel rating. But what is the audience score? i I haven't looked. Yeah. It was just the critics or yeah, that's what I was gonna say, so I wouldn't judge anything by this. So the, the I more,
0: usually kind of agree with Rotten Tomato scores, but the
1: worst one was Iron Fist, and they gave the first season of Iron Fist nineteen percent. See, I
0: liked it. I did too. So there you go. Exactly. And I really like the second season of Iron
1: so Fist. So the second season of Iron Fist was 57%. Okay, but I liked both of those a that's lot. That's the third worst, but then the I second worst. I think I worst,
0: liked Iron Fist better than I liked Luke Cage. I I agree. I think I liked it better than Daredevil season 2. No. No, that's being silly. Audience score 86% on Punisher season 2. Oh,
1: well there you go. I I would agree with that. I I bet you it's much better than what the critics are giving it.
0: Oh, and then if you I I'll do some Rotten Tomatoes The opposite direction if you hang around to the end when we do the what we're watching section, because I saw a movie that had a high critic score, low audience score, and you'll find Mm -hmm. where I landed on that. But that's a little teaser, so So, stick around.
1: The last little thing that I had was um, in 2019, they're starting production of a live action Tom and Jerry. Oh, I could be into that. I think I could too. Did you ever
0: watch the it, the Woody know. Woodpecker show movie? It's on it's uh, Netflix. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not good.
1: No, I don't like it. I actually, I like we,
0: Jason Sudeikis, or not Jason Sudeikis?
1: Is that no,
0: no? Who's, it, who's the guy in it?
1: Um, you
0: guys all Grant. know who we're talking about.
1: Either way, we Amy and I don't like that movie so much. We will not allow the boys to watch it. Anymore. You have banned it, and they like it. Grady wants to watch it all the time. Yeah,
0: Cash watches it all the time.
1: He wants. Crady wants to watch it all the time and we we Such a hard absolutely ass. don't let him because it's I don't even want to hear it. I used to watch the Woody Woodpecker show. Yeah, me too. I love constantly. it constantly. As soon as I, I'd get home from school, I'd be like Woody Woodpecker's on, boom. That movie though? No. No bueno. It's literally banned in our household. <laughs> I came home one day, my mom was letting him watch it. I was like, "No, turn it off." It's like I the do third rank over
0: there in the Snyder household. It they're, bad. Ban- they're banned. They're banned in books and <laughs>
1: Yeah, we literally had a book-burning ceremony. (laughs) I I would burn that movie. If we had that movie, I'd burn it.
0: Well, you missed some big news, because we got our second all-time Oscar Best Picture comic book movie nomination, and I think that's a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah, it is a
0: very big deal. I don't know if it'll win, but Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture. It is going up against Bohemian Rhapsody, which I did not see. I didn't either. Uh, the Favorite, which I've never heard of. Nope. Black Klansman, which I did not see. I
1: want to see that, though.
0: Green that looked really good. Green Book, which I haven't seen, but sounds like it's awesome. Pretty neat. Yep. Uh, Vice, which I've heard is amazing. haven't seen mm-hmm. it. Uh, A Star is Born, you have seen. I have seen and I loved it. It is awesome, I heard. And Roma, I have not seen, but it's on Netflix, right? Roma. I yeah. haven't seen it's it. It's a it is Netflix on Net- movie. Yeah,
1: it's a Netflix movie, but I've never seen it.
0: So, I don't think... Uh, I think Green Book's going to win it, probably. Probably. Um, Definitely. I don't think it they deserves golden... to be nominated for the best picture, personally, but I like to see any comic book movie in there. Oh, you're Black talking Panther. about Black
1: Panther? Yeah. I don't think it's better than Infinity War. I would agree. I don't... I honestly... I, I thought didn't... it was okay.
0: We didn't... Neither one of us had it in... An... Well, you'll have to find out if it was in our top ten Marvel movies. <laughs> in 2 weeks.
1: Yes. 2 weeks we'll have that one coming up. Let's out uh,
0: let's get the you guys got to get anticipated because this this is a show of all shows. It is the show and of all shows. It'll be the first week of February and we're going to do our top 10 Marvel movies. Yep. of all time and there are laughs to be had.
1: Oh. And tears so many.
0: were shed. A little bit and it gets emotional. Lives were changed. It gets intense and you guys are going to love it every it, second of it's it. It's very good.
1: I Go back to that episode and reminisce every once in a while.
0: First week of February, that'll be out. When I'm on vacation, I will be listening to it from the beach in Mexico.
1: And I will be listening to it here. Where
0: it's supposed to be negative 50. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> that's no, no, like no. for real. It's supposed to be negative 50. That's not crazy. Yes, impossible. it is. No, it's not. Next week. That's what they said. That-
1: negative The 50. Give yeah. me a break. That only happens in Alaska and Canada. All Probably right. Saskatchewan.
0: Well, anyway, Black Panther nominated also... Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. nominated for Best Animated Picture, which it should win easily.
1: It was which one? One of them got like six nominations.
0: Uh, Black Panther got, I think, yeah, like six or seven nominations. Yeah. Most of them are for like technical stuff, right? Special but effects. Either way, it's Avengers: six Infinity War got nominated for special effects, um, which not surprising. Yeah, at all. Yeah, that's not surprising. Um, so anyway, we'll see what happens there. It would be a big deal if that won for sure, because it's the the Dark Knight's the only other comic book inspired movie that's ever won. It won and for different and it should have won, but this is the first. I would say the Dark Knight wasn't really a true comic book comic booky movie. No, this is the first, you know, Marvel movie. First of all, it's the first Marvel movie. Second off, it's the really the first, and it's an introduction to a character. That's another thing. Yeah, it is. I think maybe the it is. Um, it's cultural like, significance had a big part in it being nominated, but one hundred percent. That's fine.
1: One hundred percent, bro. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I I think out of the 2 the dark knight should have won i would pick it to win best picture over black panther every well, day of the week. yeah there's no doubt about that
0: i so you guys seriously tune in first week of february to our top 10 marvel movies you'll see where mm-hmm. me and jerry have put black panther on our list of the greatest
1: marvel movies of all time along with all nine other movies yeah or 10 other you never know and I maybe don't know, 15 maybe some honorable mentions in there too could be could be a lot of things in there
0: Moving on, I got some uh, podcast updates. Really? Yeah. We have set up our YouTube channel. There is, as of yet, no content on it. But check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube yes, channel, Snarf Comics, please. We were, we are were going to be putting the podcast out on there in audio form. Yep. And then we'll probably put some other stuff up there. I doubt we'll be producing too much uh, video content, seeing as right. how we barely have time to do what we do anyway. I don't but, have
1: a video camera.
0: Uh, you have a phone.
1: Yeah. But you need
0: to have no. You don't. You do you need everything to have on your phone a nowadays. really
1: fancy camera setup. I do have. A, actually, I do have a like a Nikon a DL something. I
0: bet your phone's a better camera than that. Now you think so? Yeah. Yeah, it probably is. All right. Second off, um, this sometime this week we will be launching our Patreon account. Patreon this is a big guys. deal, guys. If you like this podcast and it, you get it for free, and you like and you enjoy what we're doing here please support us by going to patreon.com searching for us which we i don't have it launched yet so you can wait to do this until probably next week we'll we'll officially announce it yeah but uh, i'll give you what you need to go you go on there you can pledge as little as a dollar a month
1: one dollar a month guys
0: we'll have tiers where you can get extra content and Mm -hmm. different kinds of things um i think i'm thinking about doing a thing where if you subscribe at the five dollar level you'll get like a welcome pack yeah with like maybe a t shirt something sure. like that, and then uh please don't maybe just a dr- sticker don't just subscribe to get that and then <laughs> unsubscribe <laughs> yes. the next month that would be, but, but yeah. anyway, subscribe the, we'll have different content on there
1: and what you have to understand, like the majority of this like we're not using this for financial gain, we're using this to offset cost offset cost of a comic book
0: the comic book and the podcast and the podcast, yeah these all have costs, like our server costs are they're pretty steep, a lot yeah. of the stuff we're doing. So, there was a lot of cost. That's fine. It, we don't care. But I'm just saying it would be nice to we're get s- yeah, if you like the show, get some, even if it's a dollar a month, just put it on there. It automatically yeah. goes off your credit card. Yep. You don't ever have to mess with it. So, we'll have that up next week. Um, we are going to start reading. What we really need from you guys is for you guys all, if you haven't already, and to get your friends to or grab other people's phones and go onto the po- Apple Podcast app or iTunes somewhere. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a written review. These written This reviews, is very, please. very, very important. So we're going to start reading the, our reviews online um, at yep. the end of every show. So if you write a review in there, we're going to give you a shout-out on air. We're going to start doing that probably next week or this yeah. week.
1: When we see new, new five-star reviews, we're going to read them and uh, give you a little shout-out. And we're
0: going to do these sticker giveaways.
1: Because um, we
0: have stickers. Yeah, we have stickers. So keep your eye on um, social media for what that's going to be. But it's probably going to involve... So after this show goes live tomorrow, we are going to put out a Facebook and Instagram post about this show being live. What we need you guys to do is A, review us on iTunes if you haven't already done that or the Apple Podcast app. B, leave us a review on Facebook. C, share that Facebook thing. Yep. Like it and share it and like our page. If you do those things, shoot us an email or something. With your address, yeah, at just, info at snarfcomics.com, and we will send you a sticker. You but can, I'm gonna check and make sure that you shared that. Yeah, and, and that there's two different types of the stickers.
1: Page. There's the if you've seen the blue snarf talk uh, photo that we have up or logo that we have up. There's a sticker of that. We don't have that many of those. And then there's a no, there isn't. There's like there's like ten or less. Yeah, but then there's the clear. There's clear ones too. We got a so bunch you can of those. stick them on something. You'll probably get clear. a clear one. Sure. So unless you're super special,
0: so do that. Facebook review, share that uh, post, share our page, like our page, leave review on iTunes. These are the things. We yep. should probably do some sort of a hashtag thing. Where you, some, yeah, definitely. I hashtag. just don't know how that all works yet, so we won't mess with that. I have yet. no idea how
1: hashtags. Stay work, tuned. We'll know they're a
0: thing. More on that next week. Yeah. Um. That's but the news. Let's jump into it. Then. Podcast updates. We're going to jump into our featured theme of this week. I know we've been doing a lot of top ten stuff. But it's so fun. But we love doing it, it's right? So and everybody fun. we talk to is like, hey, I love when you guys do that. And I'm like, great. We don't have a great, lot to talk about this week anyway. So we
1: love it too. Right. We love these top tens. And this one uh, is a bit of a mind melter.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. We're gonna do our not yep. The
1: No, it's just ours.
0: Our top ten favorite T V shows of all time. Not the greatest TV shows of all time, objectively, just our top ten. So, this is really difficult because I am what you would like to call a TV junkie.
1: So, big time junkie. We've had to pull them away from TV just to do a podcast.
0: (laughs) Uh, But I watch everything. Yeah. And I have since like 1990.
1: I I have a lot, um, but ever since I've had children, that kind of went to the wayside. And, man, this week I've fallen asleep a lot. Yeah. Just bad. I don't know what it is. I I really don't. Like it's just weather. I feel good like it's these icy it roads and I'm getting home. I get home and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start writing or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then we get done with all the child stuff, you know, bedtime routine. And if I sit in a sp- anywhere, if I sit down at all in the house on a chair, I almost instantly fall asleep. I still haven't watched all of Jack Ryan because I, as soon as I start a show, I fall asleep. Amy yelled at me the other night, and Amy's the one who goes to bed way earlier than I normally do. And she, we started the episode. She yells at me and says, "Hey, wake up!" And I woke up and I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine." She's like, "We literally haven't made it four minutes into this episode, and you fell asleep." I was like, "Oh man, it's been bad." I just, I, don't I hear know. you, and I get plenty of sleep you're, you're a sleeper not really i don't sleep that much to be honest but <laughs> no, i'm usually really like late i usually don't go to plenty. bed
0: till super late but these like so yeah this week it's been so miserable outside that i think that i'm doing it the same thing it it's only gonna too. get worse jerry a I foot know. of snow
1: this weekend that's fun though i honestly snow doesn't bother me
0: yeah but on top of ice roads and then i'm, well, I'm right. not joking like they're calling for not negative 50 but negative 30 lows yeah that's bad. not with wind chill that's straight temperature
1: Really? Yeah. Gosh,
0: Which I bet dear. it never gets lower than negative ten, but still. Yeah,
1: probably not. But and we've had that before, and that's brutal. Yeah, and that sucks.
0: But we had that for like an entire month last year. Do you remember that? Was it last year or no, two years ago? It was... We had it almost an entire month below zero. Yikes! I don't remember Last year, the year before, in
1: Okay, so we're doing top ten TV shows, uh, non. Streaming shows, so, so it yeah, doesn't involve we, Netflix, Amazon. These Hulu. are shows
0: that had to air on broadcast TV, cable, or any of the HBO or premium channels are fine. All of that Correct. works. Just no streaming. So we didn't add Hulu, Netflix, or Amazon. Not, but HBO is in Showtime. Those Absolutely. are all good.
1: Uh, they were innovators. Yeah. So, w- but we'll get into that because. Yeah. So those well, are those are our only about.
0: rules, and again, they're our top ten. Yes. Um, so I'll just—I'll give you a little information on how I compiled my list. I had a really hard time with this. I probably have about ten honorable mentions, just so everybody knows. I, but
1: I'll probably change mine next time we ever think about doing this. This is
0: really hard because there's so much to work off of. But how approach this, I approach this—I didn't do it like last um, with the Marvel movies. I did it like. These are shows that I think had a significant impact on me, and how I measured that is: sure. I either became obsessed with the world around them, uh-huh. or the people in them, or the creators of them, and um, st- you know, that's I had to basically completely fall into that world.
1: Do you think we're gonna have any overlap here?
0: Um, I bet you we do. I bet you we have two that overlap, and that's it. Ah, uh... some of mine are so far out there, you've. M- People are going to be like, what? But again, it was stuff that,
1: and it could have been at the time of my life that I watched it, that three. it hit me. You know, some of that might Maybe. be the case. So, okay. So, Chris had, we had an argument before the podcast, like a serious breakdown argument to yeah. where the podcast almost was thrown out the window. Yeah. Over his number 10 because he had a tie. I have a tie. And I said, no ties because I had such a struggle. Like breaking this down it's completely unfair into a top ten in general, and I did it with no ties because we never do ties. And now this guy comes walking in and says he's gonna have a tie at at, at number ten. Yeah. So what I've gracefully done, as the good human that I am, is let him do eleven. You've
0: let me turn it to eleven.
1: He's turning it to eleven. I'm still only gonna do ten.
0: So I'm gonna do my eleven because I'm gonna be silent. Rules. Yes. And then you'll do your 10 and then we'll go from there. Correct. All right. I'll give you my number 11. Here it is. It is Lost. J.J. Abrams
1: produced show. Yeah.
0: You ever watch Lost?
1: I saw the first six episodes.
0: Okay. Well, those are some of the best.
1: Oh. I love this
0: show because I think at the time when it came out, it was one of the most cinematic TV shows I've ever seen. For sure. The budgets were amazing. But, um, it was such a deep dive into these characters. It was a really character study of these people. And then also, like obviously, they were known for their cliffhanger endings and their flashbacks and And toward the end of "Lost," I understand, and people got a little sick of the um kind yeah. of ridiculous um, things that were going on in the ending. But um, I think some of the writing on that, Damon Lindelof, I think, was the main writer on that. Yes. And uh, it's just incredible. And it's He's very what, what's good. What's even more incredible about that show to me is that they started that show and wrote that entire show having no idea where it was going next. So every How season was built independently, and they just let the show go where it went.
1: And you, you know who wrote on that show? Who? That I'm absolutely, I'm not afraid to say in love with. Who? Brian K. Vaughn.
0: Oh, Brian K. Vaughn wrote on that show. He was
1: a writer on Lost.
0: Makes sure. A lot of people like that's a big thing now. You'll see. I was a writer on Lost, like that's a Hollywood credit because some of the best writing. If you aren't following,
1: Brian K. Vaughn writes Paper Girls, Saga, Why the Last Man, Ex Machina, a bunch of different comic books that we have raved about for multiple episodes. But if this is your first episode, read all of those books.
0: And um, J. J. Abrams produced it. Well, right, JJ Abrams. He's, I mean, he's know known. Who he he is. knows. He he does some things now. A, a like few Star Wars: <laughs> The Force Awakens.
1: He does the new Star
0: Wars it. movie. The Star Trek movies. Doesn't he own Bad Robot? Bad Robot, which produces tons everything. Of content. Yeah, that show was a big. Um, I think it was the one of the biggest forays into TV, kind of becoming cinematic. And, sure, you know
1: it. I I will give you that for sure because I. I Again, I haven't watched much of it, but it is a very cinematic show. It's a, it's produced differently than what shows were at that time.
0: And it's a very comic booky show because most of the yeah. writers are comic book writers. Yeah, Damon I mean, Lindelof, who's written a lot of TV, uh, I didn't know it, yeah, I just looked lot. up, he wrote Nash Bridges, yep. love that show. Yep. Um, he wrote Star Trek Into Darkness, he wrote Prometheus, Tomorrowland, I love the movie Tomorrowland, I love that movie.
1: I absolutely love it as well. Um it's, uh, Yeah, it's got terrible reviews, but I don't know why. That's I loved great. it. Kevin Smith loved it, and that's why I started watching it, and it's amazing.
0: So anyway, Lost for me was my number eleven. Okay, because my number ten just beat it out in the okay. tie. Let's see. I'm no, you're up first. Number 10. no, no, no.
1: I want you to go ten. You're gonna go eleven and ten. Okay, because they were technically tied. So
0: my number ten was a tough one because I wanted it to be higher, okay. but um. There's just too much good stuff above it. I know. So that's how I am with ten. I'll let you try and guess. Well, I'm not going to tell. It's all Buffy. Right. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Wow. I just. It didn't. That didn't make my top ten, which it should have. Really.
0: I I think. Um. It was a big. I mean, first of all, Joss Whedon. Yeah, I know. Produced, wrote, directed the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know if it was his first TV show, but one of his first TV shows. It was uh, Joss yeah. Whedon, a little little bit known for um, things like The Avengers, and
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, The <laughs> um, Avengers, huh?
0: And um, Toy Story. Who's a writer on? Yep, all kinds of things. But anyway, I think that show was amazing. Um, came out. What was that? Probably late eight nineties, late nineties to early two thousands. So it was running when I was in high school, and um
1: yeah, mostly in the nineties, I thought I just thought that it was, a, gr- it was a great it was a great show. Stuff.
0: they took what kind of could be a goofy TV show I mean, I remember seeing the movie before the TV show, and then not even when the TV show came out, not even realizing that they were connected at all, they had completely different cast and
1: I need to I just what? started thinking about other shows and I feel like I need to add one. can I have an eleven? Can we do tap eleven?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, we'll do my top 11, 10. This is my ten. Then you can do your eleven and ten.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I'm not done talking about Buffy. That's fine,
1: Buffy. You're just not, I, you give I it had a. I'm sorry, I had a, like a, a moment.
0: Taking what could be a kind of a dumb teen. What was it? It wasn't a CW at the time, but it was um.
1: Uh.
0: Wb 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 yeah, show would have been wb and just having phenomenal characters and phenomenal actors oh, yeah. and. You know, I just love the whole thing that she's in high school, and yet the high school is on top of the mouth to hell. Right. I think it was called the hell mouth or something like that. And um, it was just a great monster of the week show, but had a a phenomenal uh, storyline arcs that ran through it. That's
1: what I was going to say. Even though it was story of the week, there was an underlying story there that went through every episode, and you could follow that. You didn't necessarily have to follow it, you should have, though. Right. Because it's very good. And then it sparked Angel, obviously, out, off of Buffy, yeah. which is was still a very good Another show. Another very good yeah. show. And it's
0: poised for a reboot here in 2019, I believe, or 2020. There'll be a new Buffy series coming.
1: Oh, Buffy. I thought you meant Angel. I was like, I've never heard anything about Angel.
0: I can literally hear the people that are listening to this podcast that aren't necessarily in the <laughs> nerd to geek yeah. world going, What? <laughs> this is this show is huge in the nerd world, Sarah I mean, Michelle Geller. It's a big deal,
1: and Buffy is a huge, huge deal in I don't care like the okay, this podcast has put us out there about how geekish and weird we are, right? yeah, the writing with Buffy it's great is unbelievable, yeah, and you can think it's weird, you can look at it as like. Yes, there's vampires and different things going on and a lot of supernatural stuff. But if you get down to like the brass tacks of the show, the writing and character development of all these people is incredible. Yeah. And you can be it like you are tied into these these characters, right? Like you're you're bought in. Yeah. Right away, right off the bat, you're bought into the character and you believe what they're doing and you're like you want them to either succeed or you want certain people to fail, and it, like, it doesn't matter what's going on. You, you're you in it. And, and, and to it,
0: this day from that show, I mean, I'll still occasionally pick up a Buffy the Vampire Slayer comic book sure. and follow along. they got some good books, man, yeah. some good writers on those books. Yeah. So you're number 11.
1: Okay. So I still don't know which one I should put as 11 now that I just thought of it, but I'm, oh, gosh, I feel bad. But I'm gonna put it as Firefly. Okay. So Firefly is with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. It was on. It was a Fox show. Uh, I right? believe so. Yes. I didn't come into this show until later, until you, Christopher, had told me about it. And it's just one season, and got canceled. And then they they came out with a movie to kind of wrap, try to wrap things up. Serenity. Uh, yeah, the movie's called Serenity, which is the name of their ship. Yep. Uh, it's a space western. Yes, it is. So there's brown coats, and then and and they're like smugglers. So they're like kind of like kind of like Han Solo. Yeah, it's basically like a Han Solo story. Uh, but again, it's it's the same thing that I was just saying about Buffy is that all of the characters you're so tied into by.
0: This you is know. another Joss Whedon show, by it the is. way, written by Joss Whedon. Um, I think this is what he did directly after Buffy. Yeah, maybe I think he there was might have been something at the same time. Like,
1: oh, I think there's overlap there.
0: Um, has a huge, huge cult following. Um, yeah. I absolutely love it and adore it. Yeah, and I will say, speak to the heavens about how great this show is. There's comic books of it. I own all of them. There's books of it. But anyway, it's a huge fan community on Firefly, and it got it. It just didn't. It, I don't they know They aired what it happened. out of order.
1: Yes, they aired it out of order.
0: They didn't want that. They, they they weren't back in the show from the beginning, and I don't know why.
1: I don't either. I have it's no, phenomenal. I have no idea. And there is so much backlash about it still to this day. There are people that want that show back on air. Yeah. I am one of those people.
0: I'm one of those. people, I too. want
1: that show back on air, and I think and Nathan Fillion, the main character, wants that show back on air. Other characters, uh, what's the uh, Alan Tudyk? Alan Tudyk. Alan yeah. Tudyk was on the show. Um. Um, I, he, I
0: remember the other guy's name.
1: Um He he wants it back on air like uh had a phenomenal cast. Mir Morena oh, She yeah. was on yeah. it too. She was on uh, Adam Baldwin, he was in Chuck, he was on that show. Yep. Um Lot, lots of lots of things going on with this show. Like it had space, it had adventure, it was a it was a western. Um it just had everything and it was really good, it was well produced, the story was great, the characters were phenomenal. I loved that show, and I think it deserved a hell of a lot more than 10 episodes. I agree. And so, 10 episodes in a movie. Yeah. Um,
0: well, I actually saw the movie first before I ever knew the show existed.
1: I, I And I didn't. I, I watched the movie after yeah. every episode. Uh, so your my number, number 10. 10, I think it's going to be on your number 10.
0: Okay. Should I tell you if it is or not? But
1: Maybe not. My number 10 is Freaks and Geeks.
0: Okay. It's a good show. I I will not let you know whether
1: or not it's on. I don't want to know. I love Freaks and Geeks. I hadn't watched this until just within five years, I would say, I watched this show. Again, another one-season show. Is that all that was? One yeah, season? It was one season. They did a lot in one season. They did 12 episodes in one season, and it was cut. Uh, Paul Feige... Was a writer along with, or a creator along with, uh, what's his name, Judd Apatow?
0: Yeah, that was a Judd Apatow show.
1: Yeah, so executive producer was Judd Apatow,
0: and that's kind of before he went on his amazing movie run, right? uh, Knocked uh, up, and each episode was
1: like an hour or forty-four minutes, but it was an hour show, and it basically follows this one like girl, and she gets involved with freaks. Which she, like, labels these people freaks, and then there's, like... Then they label the geeks. Um, we talk
0: about a famous cast now. Oh, gosh. James think- Franco, Seth Rogen. Was Seth uh, Rogen in Freaks and Geeks? Yes. Okay, yeah.
1: Yes, Seth Rogen was involved. What's um, the
0: girl? She's in, like, everything now. Um, I, um, Where's her name? I'm actually not a big fan of hers. I wasn't in that show either. But she's... Um, What is
1: her name? Anyway. I'm trying to look. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't remember, but... uh. Oh, Linda
0: Cardellini. Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. That's what it is. Are you sure? Yeah, she was in. Um, also in that. What was that Adam Sandler movie where the
1: video? Oh comes? yeah, Linda Cardellini. She was Lindsay Weir. Yeah. So Lindsay Weir is the main character. But yeah, there's uh, there's another guy in here. Sam Levine, Seth Rogen, Jason Siegel. That's who I couldn't think of. Oh yeah, Jason, Jason Se- Siegel. Yeah. Jason Segel's in it. Um, Busy Phillips, Phillips. Martin
0: Starr, who's uh, the voice of a lot of people now, and does a lot of stuff.
1: There's so many people in the show, and they're but it. It's like a coming of age story for all of these characters. Basically, they're all in high school. They're all growing up together, but it follows people that are kind of like us. Yeah, you know, like that are nerds in a way. All of them are. was it set in the 80s or it felt very period? Yeah, it was like 80s, early 90s, maybe. But it's very yeah, it is like a period piece because you could tell. By the way, they actually dress. I think it was
0: ninety, but but those they they dressed like um, in bell bottoms and stuff. The yeah,
1: geeks didn't. Yeah, the geeks did Yep. Anyway, that was a great, great, show. really great show. If you haven't ever checked it out, check it out. It's fun to watch. Uh, I, I I don't know. I think it. I think everyone would like it. It says. NBC to broadcast three of the remaining episodes in July 2000 with the rest of unaired episodes airing in the fall on the Fox family channel. So they didn't air like all of it at the same time. Yeah. I think uh, it was after it was canceled after 12 episodes, but then they aired three extra. I didn't watch it at the time.
0: I, I bought the DVD set probably when I was in college is when I watched that.
1: So any more on that? It says there was 18 total episodes, but 12 aired in the first season, and then apparently six came sometime after. But anyway, yeah, check it out. All right.
0: On to number nine. Okay. Is that my number nine? Yeah. My number nine is a show that you will definitely not have on your top 10, Mm. and nobody will probably remember, and everybody will be like, what the hell are you talking about, Chris? It is a show called Ed. I know Ed. Yeah? Yes. Oh, okay. I remember Ed. Starring Tom Cavanaugh.
1: I would have never thought that you would have had this. Yeah, because I knew Tom Cavanaugh well before he was ever on Flash because of Ed.
0: Yeah, and he's been in some other shows that I love. I just love Tom Cavanaugh in anything. First actor. of all, he's amazing. Yeah, uh, Julie Bowen was in it, and now she's super yes. famous because she's in Modern Family. Yes. Um, I absolutely adored this show
1: i used to watch it all the time
0: i think it had four seasons um so it ran for a good while it ran from like 2000 to 2003 so i remember watching this show i didn't see it originally i watched it when i was in college and i just got hooked and obsessed with this show yeah and i remember uh i think everybody my roommates at the time we all watched it together all the time and i think we i had either downloaded them off the computer or bought a dvd or something but I absolutely love this show, and um, I just, I remember it has so much heart, you know? For sure. That show. And I don't, honestly, it's been so long. I haven't seen it in, dec- you know, 20 years. I haven't years, seen but, it a
1: long time.
0: Um, I just absolutely love that. I remember just being so sucked into the characters and, and the heart of that show, the mm-hmm. humor, and loved everything about it. I think Justin Long got his debut in that show, or not his debut, remember. but he was in that show um, early on, so... Anyway, Ed absolutely love that show.
1: Yeah, that's a really that is a really good show and I completely forgot about that Deep show. Pull. But I knew again, like that's how I knew Tom Cavanaugh before he was ever in Flash cuz he was such a he's such a big character. The remember forest. the
0: show Love Monkey? He, had, he was on a show called Love Monkey. I don't remember that. It's based no. on a book, I think. It was pretty good, Now too. you're
1: getting too deep for me. Well, I, I thought
0: Ed was a pretty deep dive for a top ten list, but for I, me... I
1: think it is a deep dive for a top ten list, but it's a very good show. Yeah. So your number nine. That's a nine. Uh, My number nine is Deadwood.
0: Oh, I love it. It's HBO an HBO show. I'll take it out right now. It was one of my honorable mentions.
1: Was it really? So I won't talk about it later. Okay. We'll talk about it now. So Deadwood threw me for a loop big time when I first saw it. It was when I was deployed, actually. So it it originally came out in 2004. I hadn't watched it in 2004. I watched it in 2006 when I was deployed because the last season, season three, they only had three seasons. Uh, The last season, season three, came out in 2006. This is what I feel like. I, I don't know for sure, I guess, but I feel like this is what launched Timothy Oliphant's career which uh, through he did Justified as well. Justified, which is well. and an amazing like, show. Yeah, it is an amazing show. and um, Ian
0: McShane.
1: Ian McShane is in Unbelievable. It, and he's freaking amazing. And now he's show. in
0: uh, American Gods, and he's yes. amazing in that, but too. But they're
1: talking about doing a Deadwood movie. And Ian
0: McShane was in Game of Thrones. What a great yes. cameo th- he I had there. I think they
1: are doing a Deadwood movie, and I'm pretty are, sure yeah. Ian McShane and Timmy Oliphant, everybody signed on to do this movie because... It was another one of these situations where everybody was all up in arms because it got canceled. Yeah. Nobody understands why. It had a huge following, even I don't know if it, was, it did at the time. I think it did. By season 3, I so think it did. I
0: didn't see this show till last year or maybe the year before. Oh, really? That's the first time I've seen it and oh, I've heard about so I'd, I'd heard about it over the years and it always been one of those I wanted to get to.
1: Yeah. So I, But it is
0: absolutely amazing So show.
1: in 2006 I watched all 3 seasons. Uh, I got burned copies from the Iraqis, like in the Iraqi bazaar on our base. Got these little junk copies. I still have them. And I watched every season, or every episode of every season, and it was great. Love it. Western.
0: They speak in like a Shakespearean. um, Yes.
1: It's very Shakespearean, but it's, it's Western. You know, it's a Western American show, just done a little bit differently. I
0: think I might go to Deadwood this summer. It's
1: pretty, really? Yeah. Oh, huh, that'd be fun! On vacation. I think that'd be really fun.
0: I mean, we'll stop there. I think we're going to go up that way.
1: There was um, a lady that um, my brother went to high school with. I've known her my whole life, and Amy works with her at the hospital. Uh, went up that way. She went to Deadwood and saw all the like the the you know big historic Western places. Yeah, uh, but Deadwood it's a great show. It's very graphic. It's very adult. Um, it was an HBO show, so just. Was it HBO or was it Showtime? No, it was HBO.
0: Okay. My number... What was that? Your number nine? nine? Your eight. So my number eight is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Nice. Absolutely love this show. Yeah. Larry David. I love Larry David. You know, it isn't deep. You know, most of mine are deep or dramas or I like them. I connect to them because... They give yep. you the feels. But oh, yeah. this one is pure comedy gold. It is. I can't. It's, I can't, so funny. it's the funniest show, <laughs> probably, I think, of all time. And it's yeah. just like, it, it's better than Seinfeld because it's R rated.
1: Well, I would argue. Okay. That, well, you might
0: it, later. But anyway, it is a phenomenal show. Um, it is. I, I can't watch that show. And I laugh out loud like the whole time. It's one of the only shows I can watch that I literally laugh out loud most of the all time. All the
1: time. I just was watching a clip. Uh, the other day, because the guy that was in the show for a little bit had passed away. Oh, wasn't yeah. wasn't very old either, but there was a clip of him telling a joke. It was a pretty dirty joke to uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David standing there. He's telling this joke, and, like, at the punchline, it made Jerry Seinfeld laugh, like, uncontrollably, and they have to cut, like, the they cut that scene and then pick it back up when uh, Jerry's, like, back to normal. But you can clearly see that it's like cut and right. put back together, and he like goes with his line. And then they even, like, Larry David was so broke up over it, they cut, like, they moved the camera to a different point, and then they dubbed his line in that he was supposed to say because he couldn't even say the line, <laughs> at, like, at the time. The
0: best thing about that show is it's unscripted.
1: And Larry David is a, is a genius. For he sure. He is a comedic genius. He's going to go down in history. I mean, he, he was responsible genius.
0: for most of Seinfeld.
1: For t- two of some of the greatest comedies of all time yeah. ever produced on television. Yeah. How – the dude is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, he's on a different level.
0: And I think there's more coming out. I mean, he takes his time between seasons.
1: I, di- I didn't know if well, he's was, was it Well, there was just
0: a season recently within the last couple years, I feel like. Two years but ago? But it had been like five mm-hmm. years before that, before there was an, I, yeah, – they're not released regularly. And no. I know there's another one coming, I think, this year or next
1: year. It, this is kind of off – topic i guess a little bit but have you ever, you've watched comedians and cars with coffee right oh yeah yeah comedians and cars getting coffee i've
0: watched most of them yeah we're good yeah. it's a really good show but i just love that that show is basically unscripted they just get funny people yeah. they put them in situations and tell them to go
1: yes and it's so good it's so good and
0: so okay where are we at we're at your my number eight number eight
1: uh my number eight's gonna take a little bit of a turn compared to your funny one And I'm going to go with The West Wing. Okay. So The West Wing was out when I was younger. I mean, I I remember I was still in grade school. I think it was done before I was ever even in high school. But we as a family watched The West Wing every single night. It was like the beginning. I, I shouldn't say the beginning, but Rob Lowe was in that show and was a big like one of the main actors in the show, but it was like still in the beginning of his career. Kind of right. I think, um, Oh my gosh. I just deleted no, my whole I guess, list. Well, that's an issue. I got it back now.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I was out for most of that conversation. West wing Rob Lowe. It definitely wasn't early in his career, but he, I, I, he made a big splash. With yeah. Show. To me, Rob guess, Lowe's been around since the eighties, man.
1: It, I guess I didn't realize that it broadcast from September 22nd, 1999. To May Fourteenth, two thousand six. Yeah, I didn't know it was on that
0: long. It was on a long time.
1: We watched it forever. Like I the, have... the whole show we watched. I I might not have seen the last couple seasons, maybe because I would say two thousand five, two thousand six. I was probably out of that show because of my life at the time. Yeah. Um, but it was a huge show. Like I, I'm not making this super political. I was not a super political child. You know what I mean? Like so. I just watched it because it was good dramatic TV, yeah. and I bought into the storyline. I loved the characters. Um, I just, I don't know what else good to say about it. There was Aaron uh, Sorkin, right? So it's Aaron, Aaron Sorkin made it. Martin f- Sheen was the was the president. Um, Rob Lowe was like his chief of staff. Yeah, or something. I think he was the chief of staff. A lot of famous people in that show. Tons of. But them. But I mean,
0: main thing is Aaron Sorkin, so yes. he's probably one of the if not the greatest uh, dramatic writers i mean he's in the certainly in the top 5 of television writers of all time oh
1: yeah for sure
0: so especially for drama so
1: and i liked it because it didn't take i i look back at it now and it didn't take an actual political stance uh, it like it,
0: it was con- pretty it was pretty left wing
1: it d- depended on the season yeah that's true it depended on the season because it was kind of left wing sometimes, it was kind of right wing, and then it'd be in the middle, and then it'd be back. It like kind of threw back and forth, and then all of a sudden, like it was completely opposite of like the Bush era of presidency. But it was like it in its own world, like it right. did its own thing.
0: And I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen it. Well, I love it. I mean, I've it's seen so good. I've seen episodes here and there. I love. But I've never predi- followed it through.
1: I really love like presidential shows. Really. Oh gosh, I do. I
0: liked um, uh, Veep, but I didn't watch all of that.
1: Veep is fun, but that's more I, of I a haven't watched comedy. most of it either. But anyway, that's my number eight. West Wing.
0: My number seven um, is a dual pick, so it's a oh, show. Here we go. It's a show. What did I just say? I'm Chris. just taking a show, and I'm also including its spinoff.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll accept that.
0: It's Freaks and Geeks. And undeclared.
1: Oh, I didn't even think about undeclared. F- uh oh. No, we're good. We
0: lost it. Because I feel like undeclared isn't really even a off. It's I just consider it to be Freaks and Geeks season two or whatever. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the same thing.
1: I never even thought about that.
0: So, and that also like the, that like also that. gives you Charlie Hunnam
1: and yes. undeclared.
0: His I forgot about debut. him. Yeah.
1: I completely forgot about Undeclared. Now I'm kind of pissed.
0: Now, remember that episode when Adam Sandler comes to their dorm room? Yes. Anyway, we've already kind of talked about it, but Freaks and Geeks is an amazing show. It really, um, it's one of the best, I wouldn't even call it a teen drama because anybody can watch it, but...
1: Yeah, it's anybody.
0: It's um, Judd Apatow at his finest. Honestly, it, it is, and he's one of the greatest comedic writers of all time.
1: But and I I think this is probably his best work out of all of it. And
0: James Franco, Seth Rogen, and Charlie Hunnam, and and honestly, like cast. I love
1: what those guys have done. But they can't they can't get any better than what they've done. Even though some of it can get kind of cheesy, some of it can get, you know, it, it's just. You have to take it for what it is at the time that it was produced, the time that it was made, uh, and these guys are so new and very young. Yeah. And you can watch it a show. Was most and of these see guys young first they are. thing they ever did, but they were so good at it. Yeah, because and I think the biggest thing that made it like made it for me, and especially looking back at it, like when I watched some of these things, I didn't take it, I didn't take it the same way. But now looking back at it, it's like these guys might not have been as refined as actors or as refined as comedians, but in the context of the show for what they were playing as a high school student, it was perfect. Yeah. Like, It was like literally looking into the life of a high school student, not acting. It wasn't watching somebody try to act. It was watching somebody live a high school life.
0: And I'm not going to lie. I liked Undeclared better even than Freaks and Geeks. I loved it. Maybe it's because I was in college when I saw it because it was on when I was in college. But um, it it just had that something special that made it really relatable to me. And so, you know, I, I said all these... Um, ones that I picked forced me into going into deep dives or kind of being obsessed with it. Sure. That was a deep dive into Judd Apatow. Yeah. And Seth Rogen and all these guys. For sure. And it kind of made me a lifelong fan of all of those people. So definitely, um, that's why I made my list. So you're onto your number seven, right? My
1: number seven is something I've talked about in many episodes. Um, and it's, a cartoon. I know what it is. Go ahead and say it. Batman the animated series. Batman the animated series. My I will not talk seven. about it
0: later because it is in my honorable mentions as well, but okay. not in my
1: top ten. So I have to put it in my top ten. It was. I knew. Literally, it would, I knew it would be a top ten. I'm surprised it's at seven. It it is because so here's this is why I had such a struggle with this because there are just so many good TV shows, Chris. There are just so many good TV shows, but. I had to put Batman in there. I was going to take it a little more seriously. And every single time I was thinking about shows, I mean... Like what had the biggest impact on your life? Exactly. What had the biggest impact on my life? This cartoon had a giant impact on my life. If I mean, a lot of you guys know me very well. If you look at my phone, my background and screen, like my home screen, everything is Batman, Right? And both of them happen to be something affiliated with Batman in the Animated series, because that's what I did when I got home from school. I went home to watch Batman the Animated series. It came out at it was like started at four or four thirty, something like that. And I specifically remember like sitting at home in front of the TV waiting for that like start of the show like the music rolling and the and the dark screen and the lightning and Batman standing on top of a building with his cape waving and lightning flashing behind him and like what what what's he going to do like this show like who's he going to fight how's he going to win what's alfred going to say about him screwing up it it was like something i i literally lived for yeah at that time i i still to this day think about it i have every episode of the show ever um, I've tried to make my kids watch it, and they just don't want to. I would- but I'll just sit there and and literally watch these shows. And the writing, here's what threw me for a loop, is listening to Paul Dini talk about this show to Kevin Smith. And if any of you guys listen to a podcast and want to hear about a man that loves something or hear about a man that like has created something that was like so near and dear to his heart go back in a Kevin Smith, fat man on Batman episode. It's like the very beginning it's within the top. like and the now first it's called ten. fat
0: man beyond. So you'll probably have to look at for, fat yeah, man you beyond might have to iTunes. check on fat
1: man beyond, but originally it was fat man on Batman. And it was like within the first 10 episodes. But if you see Paul Dini, it's a two episode thing. So it was like, you know, I, I want to say it was like three and four, or four and five, something like that. It's a, it's two episodes of the same guy, and Paul Dini was the, one of the main writers on the show. And listening to him talk about creating these episodes, it's amazing. It it is amazing the passion and uh,
0: you know the whole crew too, like Bruce Tim, yeah, also involved and and we're still the whole comic book universe is still living within the echoes of and, that show. Yes, you know, as far as the creative design and it, Kevin it is Conroy the. You, you know the it's, voice. It's of Batman. bringing.
1: It, it is bringing the comic book to life. And
0: Mark Hamill as the Joker. I mean, it gave him a whole second career. I
1: and for the longest time, I didn't even know it was Mark Hamill because because I was Skywalker so Luke Skywalker for I all you know, that don't know. I didn't know Luke Skywalker did anything else. I didn't know Mark Hamill did anything else besides be Luke Skywalker until later in my life when I started paying attention to this stuff. But. Like, m- my definitive Batman voice is Kevin Conroy. Yeah. My definitive Joker voice, really, is Mark Hamill. I agree and My definitive 100%. story of Batman is the Batman animated series. And I feel like now that I'm talking about it, because I'm so passionate about it, I should have put it way higher than 7. I'm surprised.
0: I'm surprised you didn't.
1: But as I go, you're probably going to see why I didn't. And
0: I think we could do a whole uh-huh. other show on... Saturday morning cartoons and after school cartoons because that is a time in the life of, of your life when you oh my are really affected by some of these shows. Because I can remember some of these cartoons. I
1: can I can literally remember like whole days of me getting off the bus, coming home and like getting certain snacks. I used to eat just bread, like just white bread. I ate white bread with Miracle Whip on it. I just would get bread and I'd ball it up. Like I'd pull all the the crust off, and I'd eat it. And then I'd just, like, ball it up. Like, I'd squish it into a ball. And I'd eat it. I've done that. And I'd get one Pepsi. I'd be (laughs) able to drink one pop. And I'd drink a Pepsi and eat this white bread and watch Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. And I used to... I'd get so mad at my parents for talking about, like, their childhood. I'd be like, I don't care. Now I'm getting to the age where I'm talking about my childhood (laughs) on a freaking... Podcast or internet radio show, and it stirs up emotions, yeah. You know,
0: yeah, there's a lot at that time in life that getting off the bus and watching your show or Saturday mornings and watching these certain cartoons, yeah, Saturday it makes such a cartoons. huge impact on you. That's why I'd love to do a whole show just about that. And we will,
1: oh, we will, buddy. All right, so that was my number seven. Okay,
0: so good, yeah, my number six is also an animated show. Think but of that, really? Jerry.
1: So you're one-upping me with a six.
0: I'm one-upping you with a six. But I'm going a little later to my adulthood to okay. watch the animated show Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh. This is a show, folks.
2: Yeah, that's
1: a show.
0: This is another one. Like I said, um, I put my stuff on there for things that cause you to go into deep dives of yeah. obsession and just... Uh, loving something and the clone wars not the first 2003 series i think it was uh that that uh, george lucas produced but i think it was in 08 08 yeah i was out of college well out of college well
1: out of co- you were like
0: 40 at that i time, was right? like a full-blown adult yeah and uh, you had
1: like six kids
0: yeah <laughs> um but anyway this show yeah it was it's just really good the character work That's on it's very good is amazing um
1: i i, I haven't seen many of it I've seen a few episodes and I loved every minute of them.
0: Yeah, well you need to you need to get on board with all I all know. six seasons. There's a lot of them to watch. I think there's 20 some, you know, episodes a season. This show went on a long time. It ended abruptly when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they ended the show in a shitty way. And it's coming back on it, this Disney streaming Oh, app. it is. Yes, it is.
1: I remember having a text conversation with you. I, I still live in, in Mazan. I remember texting you and being like, "Disney bought Star Wars. Like it's, it was like a, you know, whatever billion dollar deal. It was a four
0: billion dollar deal.
1: I remember texting you because this was in the time when we were still like creating and figuring out Fourth Reich. Yeah, like at the beginning of our comic book career." Because we've had a career. Yeah,
0: a long one. Chris. Nothing happened during it, but it was no, a long career. <laughs> but our
1: career, like, it's happened in our lives, though. Yeah. And I remember texting you about it, like, Disney bought Star Wars. Like, Lucasfilm doesn't own Star Wars anymore. It was a big deal. Yeah. Really well, big, and deal. big deal. a
0: big deal because they ended that show. Too. I
1: didn't know that they ended the yeah. show when that was...
0: So this show um, brought, first of all...
1: So this is Lucasfilm-type... Correct.
0: Yeah, stuff. It started in 08, it's, so and I think it ran for six seasons. So it ended in 2013, something like 13, that. Okay. Um, I don't know. No, it could have been. I don't know what. 14, it is, but, probably. Um, you know, it. First of all, the characters are amazing. The storylines are all amazing. They have arcs. They have week to week episodes. They have every different kind of episode. They introduce so many amazing characters. They introduce Ahsoka Tanu, my favorite Star Wars character of all time.
1: So, you, do you have to watch this, like, episodically? You should, like, yeah. It, it needs to be watched yeah. every episode.
0: Every okay. episode, for the most part, is live, can live on
1: its own. Can you find it?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Is it available?
0: I own the DVD box set, but I think you can, can, just, have that? You can buy it on Amazon. I don't think they're streaming anywhere available.
1: So, I'm going to have to steal your box set.
0: Yeah, when they have the... Um, um, you know what, I, I have... Well, anyway, when they do the Disney streaming app, it'll be on there, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, but my favorite, um, based out of the show, my favorite Star Wars character of all time is Ahsoka Tano. I know. She's only existed in these cartoons. Um, she was in Star Wars Rebels, which is also extremely good, which just wrapped up last year. Um, another very good show. But the Clone Wars gave you um, the different stormtroopers they had personalities and mm-hmm. give you rex and then great storylines with him and it gave you a much better more uh deep obi-wan kenobi history to fall into because he's an amazing character in it oh and gosh. anakin Skywalker is a big character in it and he's way better than in the movies um it's just a great 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 show i i'm absolutely in love with that show so i'm so glad that it's coming back
1: yeah and uh, I, I really I'm so glad that
0: it. it's, we lost that, but we got Rebels, which turned out to be a phenomenal show as well. I have yeah. not watched the new Star Wars show that's running now. I What's haven't that? recorded. I can't remember what it's called. They have a new show on right now. I watched one episode. The animation was different, so hmm. I haven't really watched it, though.
1: Okay. I just saw a meme today of uh, Obi-Wan, and it's like in... uh, Shoot, why can't I think of it? It's the third Star Wars movie. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and it was it was like when he's on. Um, what's the volcano? Mustafar. Mustafar. And it's he, he's talking to Anakin, but he's like, it's just a picture of him, and it says, um, uh, like, it's talking about your eyelashes. It's like your eyelashes are there to fight against like invaders of your eye. Right, like to get things like dust and whatever out of your eye. Then an eyelash falls out, and it goes in your eye. And then it was Obi-Wan, and it was like, you've uh, you've turned into exactly what you said you were going to fight against. <laughs> like, wh- th- whatever the line is yeah. in that movie, it's like, you, you've done exactly what you said you were going to fight against. And I laughed much harder than I probably should have <laughs> at this meme, but it was funny because thought about things in my eye. It's like fucking eyelash should have should have fixed that.
0: Well, Jerry, on to your my number six. Number six. You're not prepared.
1: No, I am prepared. I just don't want to say it because I feel like it needs to be higher. Okay. Again. I feel like it needs to be higher. Even though I'm so confident. I'm so confident in like my top five. Okay. I really am. Get after it. But I feel like there should be, like, halves. <laughs> we you should know? have been in
0: top 20. We don't have long enough yeah.
1: podcast. But, but it'd be, like, five and a half. And okay. You know. <sighs> I don't want to say it, because I feel like it needs to be higher. Go for it. <sighs> Doctor Who. Doctor Who
0: at number five? No, you six. Five, six. Six. Oh, man, Jerry.
1: You're killing me. Uh, I know. All right, I... let's get
0: into it. Or we can just save it.
1: It burns my britches to talk about Doctor Who. Um, I feel like you're you've obviously got Doctor Who higher. So, I do. I do. Yeah. Let's save it okay. until yours. Okay. Because I got so much to say about it. All right. Fair enough. And I now feel even worse <laughs> about having it at six. So uh, we're on to my
2: number
0: five. Yep. Yeah. So now that we're in the top five, Jerry, I think I'm going to have you see if you can guess. Oh, man. All right, by giving you some clues. Okay. Quickly. Um, my number five show I absolutely love. It was created by Chris Carter.
1: Does that ring any bells? Your number five was created by Chris Carter? Yeah. Uh, can I Google? No.
0: Oh. Gillian Anderson. David Acumny. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Oh, X-Files.
0: Yes. My number five is The X-Files. Wow. This is a show.
1: I... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. This is a show
0: I was absolutely obsessed with. Um, I watched it when I was a kid. It ran for a super long time. I loved the movies. Um, I I would deep dive in The X-Files. I was a huge, huge fan. And, you know, it kind of started off early as a Monster of the Week show. um, And kind of a procedural And then over the years, it evolved into these really complex story arcs that were just amazing. But the character and the fact that it was David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, Mulder and Scully, together as a team, they were diametrically opposed. They were (laughs) opposites. They switched the gender roles on them. Yeah. So she was like the scientist and and the skeptic, and he was, you know, the whatever. But anyway, the interplay between these two. But you got to stick with them for so long. Mm -hmm. For, you know, I don't know how many years that show ran. Ten years? And then I it recently it came back it again. Um, it recently came back again for some new episodes, which I watched, and I I don't remember um, anything in particular about them. And you know, I know a lot of people didn't like the movies, but I loved the movies. I
1: really liked the movies.
0: So it was eleven seasons that ran two hundred eighteen episodes. So this show, wow! You know, I grew up watching this show, and it ran from nineteen ninety three when I was ten years old to two thousand and twelve, when I was graduating college, I watched it all along the way. And September
1: tenth, nineteen ninety three, to May nineteenth, two thousand two. Yeah, that's an incredible run. And
0: then it ran again in two thousand eighteen for no January twenty fourth,
1: twenty sixteenth, through March twenty first, two
0: thousand eighteen. Oh yeah, okay. Is the I revival? About that. Well, and then it ran again. Yeah, last year in two thousand eighteen, yes. and there is more coming. So. That's wild. Um, I think they're releasing another season this year. David I like the movies. Was there was amazing. a movie in two thousand eight. I think there was a couple movies, but um there was two, right? I think there was, but I don't remember. There was I'm on the um, Wikipedia page.
1: I'm trying to see.
0: Well, in any case, um at the beginning when it was a Monster of the Week show, it was just a great fun, creepy show
1: it's like almost like a twilight zone yeah
0: but then when it started getting into the story arcs and and they really started giving the characters more to do depth it became something that i just became obsessed with and loved this was a show too i remember vividly um this is one of those real geek moments because i've always walked that line in my life of being a huge nerd and a huge geek but Mm -hmm. not like ostracized for it yeah. And I ne- never was necessarily. I just kind of liked what I liked in my own little world and then I lived outwardly differently than
1: Absolutely.
0: I felt or wanted to be. Now I let people know a little bit that I, you know, love Star Wars and and things that yeah. were popular, but I didn't really talk about it because it wasn't something that was valued, you know, when we were in high school or before then. It wasn't cool. Now it's cool, you know. Now all of this, it's cool to be a nerd geek now. And all the people that... That's
1: what Marvel movies have done.
0: And all the people that would make fun of you back then now are super interested in it and, you know. But I remember one time, not that, you know, long ago in my life, I was riding in the truck um, with some of my friends going to the bar or something. We were just talking and, you know, I had mentioned something about the X-Files and they said, you know, I never really watched the X-Files. That's really all they had said and so I dove into this, like, deep diatribe, like, oh, here's the x This is what it was about, going on and on, everything about what it meant to me and how yeah. amazing the show is. I was going in detail. And about probably five minutes into talking about this show, I just see them both, like, roll their eyes and they're just like, oh. And I'm just like, I just stopped talking right there. I'm just like, I don't know. I just felt so stupid, you know?
1: Oh, really? I really
0: felt judged by it. But um, I remember that vividly i don't know why it stuck in my head so much maybe i well i mean I don't know. it was
1: obviously like a
0: like i was so- talking so passionately about
1: it i like um, to call it a monument moment so <laughs> you have these like monument moments in your life regardless of what it is it could be like an actual monument where you've like you've you've crested a hill right you've 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 done something that you'll always remember but you could also have monument moments in your life where you yourself are in love with something are you like you you are invested in something so much that in your situation you're speaking of it to to someone else that has asked you but yet something's happened to where it's created that like monument like that monument in your life where you remember like i said these things and this guy or this girl, or whoever... Had, you know, a negative reaction. Had the exact opposite reaction of what I did. Yeah. And that, it can cause, like, certain, I don't know, like, things in your life. Like, like certain, like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, I call it a monument moment, but it's, like, certain, like, milestones in your life, almost. Yeah. Not not necessarily a milestone, but, like, a marker.
0: It was just one of those big-time clicks in your head, like, it's like, it's, oh, you know, nobody likes the same things I like, or you almost feel ostracized for liking the things that you like.
2: Or
1: taking it as seriously as you do. And
0: maybe that's right.
1: So I think they appreciate it as a show. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that sounds like a good show. But when you talk about it as something, like, serious.
2: (laughs) Right.
1: You know, they... Well, for me,
0: it was more like a, a one of those moments where I'm like, oh, you know... I'm different than these yeah, you know, not in a bad way, just no, there's something just about what the you like nerd brain that's just like, I don't know, it's weird, but anyway, that's beside the point. I love this show. I got absolutely obsessed with this show and that yeah. was one of those things. It was just um a big part of my life. So What number was that? That was my number 5.
1: Okay. My number 5 is completely opposite. Okay. Of this one And it's going to be The Office.
0: Okay, yeah. The U.S. version. We'll talk about it now. It's in my honorable mentions, I will say.
1: You have everything in your honorable mentions.
0: Yeah, I do. I have, like, 15 honorable mentions, by the way. But I'm Uh, glad that you're talking about ones that I don't have to talk about later.
1: So, I know so many people that love The Office, obviously. This is one of those Um, that's
0: the exact opposite of that because it has such wide appeal. Everybody loves it. Holy smokes.
1: Everybody loves it. You don't necessarily have to watch it from beginning to end. But... You should, because it does have carryover. There are shows that absolutely have carryover. There's story the Jim arc. Jim and Pam story arc, obviously. So has, you're talking U.S. version, then? Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, 100% the U.S. version. I, I honestly haven't ever watched I have the U.K. version, and I hear, v- obviously, phenomenal things about I it. I have.
0: The U.S. version's better.
1: but There's um, much
0: more heart and much yeah. more emotion in the U.S. version.
1: It That's what I love about it. So it's so silly and fun, but yet you do love these characters. Yes. Yeah, like sweet, even Dwight. Know? Like Dwight is the silliest of characters on that show, but he has moments where you're like
0: oh, And that Dwight, and, and, and that on, show was so Her, strong throughout. There was maybe one bad season.
1: I can't I can't explain how well these people did with casting choices yeah i can't understand a lot of people's careers by the way absolutely john krasinski and john john krasinski it launched him rain wilson well steve carell steve carell was pretty big off of the daily show before this okay
0: yeah but not to the level
1: this made him a superstar yeah it did it did but he was he was on the daily show and did very well for himself but either way like that show launched everything for the, all of those people, and it launched. I, I don't even know how to. Uh, what kind of show is it? Like, I'm. It's not a mockumentary, but yeah, that's what they call. I guess it, it. it is called they, that. They only right? really
0: stuck with that at first, and they kept doing it, but it became something different. It different did after the first season, I
1: think. It did. The whole show is just phenomenal. I remember watching the very first season of that show at home with my dad, and I remember watching like the first couple show the first couple episodes. And I remember my dad laughing so like hysterically, he got in this like coughing fit in his chair. And to where we had we still had it was we were able to pause it. Like we had the pause and play thing on Dish Network I think it was. And we had to pause it to let cuz my dad's kind of a smoker. <laughs> we had to wait for him to quit coughing and laughing so hard to play it again because it was so funny. Yeah. And there are just so many scenes that you're like, how did, how did they make that funny? Yeah, you know, it, everything about it's good. I don't have to tell anybody how good that show is. If you haven't seen that, shame on you.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's one of the best shows of all time.
1: It's shame on you for never seeing it. You're, you're kind of making right me now. think
0: it should have been in my top ten. It's just so hard. But I mean, other careers. The it guy is. that plays Daryl became big after that. Yes. Um. Uh, he did Mindy both Kayling, hot tub time. Who was a writer shows. on that, and then. Mindy became Kayling. huge, yeah, and now she's a huge producer. Yes, of everything. Um, the guy who plays Ryan, yeah, he was a writer in the he's show. He's an amazing isn't? writer, by the way.
1: He, he um, wrote a lot of those shows, yeah, or a lot of those episodes. And then
0: later on, when Steve Carell leaves, you think, "Oh, this show's screwed." And they bring in James Spader as yes. Robert California. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they brought in um, Will Ferrell for a season. Yep, who was great on it.
1: It it got a little. It, it did get a little iffy through that.
0: There was one season when I think Jim's out of town. And they do a lot of that, they're breaking up basically. Yes. That it got I didn't like that season. I just recently rewatched the entire run last year. So, did, so I mean I've Amy and this I did is all fresh thing. in my mind.
1: And but they brought in um Oh why well, can't Rashida Jones.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, she was great in that. Yeah, she was great in that. And, and then, Ed Helms.
1: Yeah, Ed Helms was <laughs> phenomenal in the show. And we're
0: not even talking about um what's the girl from uh Aaron? She's phenomenal too.
1: Yeah, she's in um uh She's she, she's in a Netflix or Tina uh, Fey
0: show. Um uh, No, there's a is it yeah, Tina Fey? Tina Fey produces the show, um The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. She's, yes, she's a, That's a hilarious show. And she's hilarious, that yeah. actress. But um, we're also talking Jenna Elfman or Jenna, Jenna Elfman. Uh, Jenna Fisher. Fisher. Yeah. She's in a Good News show too, uh, uh Splitting Up Together. It's pretty funny. I don't know that show. But she had a huge career after that too. So this is this was the launching point for everybody. Yeah,
1: I don't have to say any more about it. It's
0: well, I will say a little bit more. It isn't go for just it, that it's hilarious it's... and a, a comedic gold. It's that I mean, I, I I vividly remember like crying at several of those episodes, especially towards the end with the relationship between Dwight and Jim when they start like back. and then at the wedding.
1: Just not only the wedding, but like. When Jim meets Pam at the at the gas station and they like finally kiss in the rain. Yeah. What the heck? Man? When Jim
0: says he can't be his best man and then steps aside and yeah, and, no, uh, that's true. And then Michael's Michael comes there. in.
1: Spoilers. Yeah. That,
0: that and that <laughs> wedding episode became like a big deal because everybody yeah. was doing that. That was a. I mean, and then the very end of the show was that the season finale or the yep. series finale was incredible. Yep. That show it doesn't get much better than that.
1: No, it really doesn't. When it comes to Comedy and having, like, heart and not necessarily drama, but just involvement. You get so involved in those characters from a a comedic standpoint. And the best way to wrap you in the best way to watch
0: this show. This is a show that infinitely benefits from streaming because when you were watching it week for week to week when it ran, which I did,
1: yeah, absolutely. So did I.
0: um, It loses some of that punch. When you watch it streaming and you binge it, even if you're watching, you know, a little bit at a time, it's so so much better even than that. So, yeah, that's an incredible pick. And I wish I would have had it in my top ten. I couldn't find room for it. It's definitely an honorable mention of mine, though, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think that's silly that it's an honorable mention because it's definitely my number five.
0: Okay. And so we're into me for number four now? Yeah. We're getting into some serious stuff here. Oh,
1: gosh, it's so serious. In the
0: way, and this is in the same vein as The Office, um, in the way that The Office had that effect, there was a a little-known show that struggled and struggled and struggled but stayed on for a long time, which had an everlasting impact on me, Um, and that show is Scrubs. Did you ever watch that show?
1: Of course I did. (laughs) I forgot about it, and now, again, I feel bad about not having it in my top five holy crap
0: yeah so this show another one that's just incredible and I don't know if it was the first but it was one of the first single cam comedies without a live studio audience yeah I think it was a single cam show before the office was a single camera show oh yeah well, and why, yeah, what I mean by that is um, there's two ways to shoot comedies Um, there's single cam which basically is shot like a normal show but it's a comedy yep. and then there's a multi-cam sitcom like your big bang theories and stuff like that yep so I think Scrubs might have been one of the first, not the first, I know that for sure, because I, I, I have another show that's on here that's that. But um, if you talk about a show that not only was hilariously funny and laugh out loud funny, yeah. but this show makes the top 10 for its deep you know, connection you have to the characters and the emotions involved
1: in that it's show. The same, it's the same thing that The Office had, but before The Office, because you are so invested in these characters and it's based off of a comedic point but they bring it back to heartfelt reason and that was
0: um a bill lawrence show i think it's i don't know him um, he was the creator of the show but just just genius and to be fair before this i um one of my favorite movies is garden state and that's zach braff wrote and directed i don't know if that was before scrubs during or after love that movie but i became the biggest uh um zach of all time after that. He's huge on Reddit. To the point where um, not only did I fund the Kickstarter for his newest movie, which I wish you were there, I funded it at a level that I got to go to the movie premiere in Chicago with uh, him, and Donald Faison was there too. I remember that. They did some scrub stuff back and forth. That movie was not great. But in any case, I'm a huge Zach Braff fan because of that, but all the characters in that show were so great. And honestly, that was one of the first shows... I know the Goldbergs does it now, but they always have that moment in the last five minutes of the show where the slow music starts to come yeah. in and they punch you with that narrative of some like amazing thought or amazing diatribe yeah. on humanity or makes whatever. You
1: feel things. And it, I can, you know, you every time that feel? comes
0: on, you just feel the pit of your stomach drop and, you know, you just kind of well up yeah. because it, 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 it's just so good. Because and the it,
1: whole thing was building up to this one moment and it's, the realization. it's funny, it's funny up until this wrong moment, yeah, way, where you have this realization where you're like, this absolutely ties into my life, Yeah, yeah. like, in a way that I never thought it was going to tie into my life, to, because it didn't really, it didn't really until this moment, and now it, it, it's like everything that I've ever thought of. Yeah. About the same thing. It could be about uh, a girlfriend, your parents, uh, like, the whatever you're doing in your life, like it ties together in that one moment and you're bought in, you're bought into it and you love it and it makes you feel things. Yeah. And, and it had don't want to say that you feel things about a TV show. Right.
0: Had great characters, had great guest characters coming. had an awful last season. I think when they took most of the characters out and JD was like a professor in a medical school, it didn't make I any don't, sense. I don't know that part, but um, that was one that was constantly on the verge of being canceled every year. But yeah. it ran a long time. I mean, it must have had 10 seasons or something, nine seasons it had. And that was also one that I watched. I didn't catch it right away, so I watched most of it on DVD. And okay. I think the last couple seasons were still running. Um, So I watched that really when I was in college. So it went 2002 to 2006. So in any case, Scrubs, I just absolutely love that show. And it will forever be on in my top 5. So
1: that goes to your
0: number 4, Mr. Snyder.
1: So my number 4 is a really big show. It's not over yet.
0: I know what it is. Go you ahead and guess. Is yeah. It Game of Thrones.
1: It is Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones has changed the way people watch TV, I think. Game of
0: Thrones has changed television, I think.
1: In a big way. Yeah.
0: And now everybody's chasing um, to be the next Game of Thrones. Correct. It's probably the biggest show of all time. In scope. In scope and in viewership, I imagine. Yeah,
1: and probably money.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> money. Yeah. Like,
1: it has it cost a lot of money to make this show. It, it's I a movie.
0: It's a cinematic show. It's a movie. Every week is yes. a movie. I don't know how... How much money does HBO get gained in, sur- in subscribers just from this show?
1: It it made HBO survive. Yeah. The streaming world, I think. like yeah. Going from... So I feel like HBO launched the way we look at streaming shows. So Netflix is born because of certain shows yeah. that came from HBO,
0: right? Yeah, that style of TV show.
1: Yes. I, I believe that's where it came from. And Game of Thrones, it, it it is a movie, like you said, but it's so deep, and it came from books. Yeah, that's where it differs. It comes from books that people have read years prior to this show ever coming out, and now me being one of those people, and now we've we've surpassed those books, and I don't know how it survived past those books. Well, th-
0: and they diverged.
1: From the books at some point. And again, I don't know how it survived because of that. There's been such a huge like, cult following of the books.
0: Well, George R. R. Martin's still very involved in the television show. I know,
1: and that's why I'm wondering how the show is going to match up with the books that still haven't come out yet.
0: It won't, I don't think.
1: It probably won't, and I think there's going to be a huge backlash because of that. I don't think so.
0: I do. Because they've already diverged. They've already diverged. They diverged. The first season was pretty close, and then they started diverging little things. So I've, I got into Game of Thrones. Um, that was the first book I it was before the T V show came out. It was I listened to a, an audiobook of it. Okay. In the tractor. Probably an entire season because it was they're so long. And oh, um yeah. the audiobooks are amazing because the guy that narrates them does every character in a different See, voice. I,
1: I haven't I've never listened to the audiobooks. I bought all of the books and started reading. I read the first one. I read the very first book, but I had already watched the first like three, uh, three seasons and I just couldn't redo it. I couldn't mm-hmm. do it.
0: Yeah. The books, uh, it's just one of those things. That's probably the first time the books are amazing first off. And there's way more in the books than what's in the show. But the show is so good, too. it's one of the first things you can say the book isn't necessarily better than the show. The show's not necessarily better than the book. They're just kind of it's just like more of the same.
1: yeah, it just is what it is what you
0: when you're listening to the audiobook, what you picture in your mind is what exactly what happens on the show
1: and here's a f- this is what's really fun about it to me is that so I read the first book. I haven't read any of the others. I have all of them. I just haven't read them. I don't think I ever will because I've seen the shows and I don't oh, want totally to read the worth books reading the books. There's but, so much more. So I gave the books to my father-in-law. He read all of them very fast. Cause he's, he reads like crazy. And then he watched the shows. Cause we bought the, the DVDs for him. And now he finally has Netflix and he watches Netflix like ridiculously. Uh, he'll stay up until like one in the morning watching shows on Netflix and so he read the books and then watched all the, the shows, and he said the same thing. He's like, I read the books, but watching the shows was was different, but the same. Right. Like, it's the same thing, just a little bit different right. from what I've read. It's just but less. It was, but it was worth it. Less detailed. But it was so worth it. How can you be as detailed as a book? You can't. It's the same with Lord of the Rings. Like, I don't need a Lord of the Rings movie that tells me about Frodo walking for four books. You know what I mean? Like, the first two books of Lord of the Rings is just him walking around.
0: Right. And like 10 page descriptions of his cloak.
1: Yeah. And in the scenery. (laughs) It's a hard book to read, I will say. It's it's the same with Game of Thrones, just a little bit less. No, and Game
0: of Thrones is much easier read. No, I know. Game of I'm Thrones just is saying, a good like, read.
1: Just just a little bit less than that. Yeah, like you bring down. But it's an even better bit, audiobook book.
0: I, I believe that. But let's talk about the show here. The, the show, show is, is phenomenal.
1: Incredible. Everything about it, I love. That's why it's my number four. I think everybody should watch Game of Thrones. It's it's a life changing event. Peter Dinklage, come on, gosh, man. like. I don't know. I I don't want to spoil anything with the shows because I don't want to go into it because we're still waiting for the the last season that's coming out. How
0: depressed are you that this is the last season and it's only 7 episodes?
1: I'll be more depressed when it's over. Yeah. I right am now, be. right now I'm so excited about my birthday because the day after my birthday is when this season starts. Oh, nice. April 26th.
0: The last season
1: starts. Yeah. But my only
0: seven episodes, but I'm guessing there's going to be don't some two-hour episodes. They'll they'll be an hour. They and might half. all be two-hour episodes.
1: Hour and a half. I bet you.
0: Well, in any case, um,
1: either way, it's it's my number four show. Everyone should watch it. It's, it's launched a lot of careers
0: as well. Gosh, it's so good. And Joffrey, God, oh fucking Joffrey. one of the one of the um, most Joffrey. Most they they have a good history of it because Ramsay Bolton too. They've bring, brought some of the worst vile villains to screen than have ever existed. Yes.
1: I've I never mean, hate I've never like hated a child in my life.
0: Yeah. And then Ramsay's even worse. I mean, I think who could you hate more?
1: Right. And I don't even know how old Ramsay was, but Joffrey was a lot younger. Yeah. I don't normally hate kids, but <laughs> this dude. Yeah. Come on, man. He needed a stern hand
0: i do like to um this is a this is definitely a show that um mm-hmm. i know just as many women that are like this show than men like it's just oh
1: for sure amy's so obsessed with this show yeah so obsessed i asked I don't her think
0: marley's ever watched it oh
1: my gosh marley i
0: don't think she listens so
1: <laughs> oh my gosh well saturday I'm probably going to slap her verbally. There you go. <laughs> um, About this show. I'm going to bring it up to her. Happy birthday, Marley.
0: All right. On my number three. You'll never guess what it is.
1: I'm, I'm so stressed out about this.
0: You'll never guess what Top it is. Top three. It's Game of Thrones. It is? Right here at my number three. Really? And what more can we say about it? Um This show... It, is it, it's, it, another one that it makes you deep dive an obsession, you know, that you transcends the show itself. You'll find yourself outside of the show, researching the characters online, you'll find yourself buying the books and reading the books to get yes, more information.
1: But there there's so many things that happen within the show that you're like, How how did they do that? The the only problem I've had with the show prior to the books. Like I sh- I should have read the books. I think everybody should read the books before they watch the show, even though I'm a guy that has only read one book.
0: But unlike the second book, they start to diverge.
1: I I still feel like you probably should read it because it can set you up. There's so much stuff going on in the show. Yeah. So much stuff. So many
0: different storylines. Like there's
1: so many things you have to pay attention to. The only thing that kept me like on track and really like focused and in it to where I could explain it to to my wife because she wasn't going to go on Reddit. I go on Reddit all the time, obviously. Uh, Reddit has a huge community of Game of Thrones people. There's a, a a whole subreddit to Game of Thrones, and it explains so many things that you don't catch in the shows to you. So, reading these like subreddits on game of thrones has like opened my whole world to what the shows are so I can watch the show. But if you go on Reddit and read about that show, you're like, Holy shit. I didn't catch that. Right. Like I didn't know, wait a minute. Like that guy was tied to this person and there's just so many characters. It's it's hard to follow. It can be hard to follow. You have to agree with that. Like,
0: yeah, it's easier in the books. Because most of the time the chapters are a character, and then that whole chapter is about that character. There you and go. And then the next chapter is another character. So it does a better job of managing the storylines than the TV show does, I think.
1: Because it's it, it can be hard to follow because there's just so many characters and so many storylines to follow that you you have to be committed. You have to be committed to the show.
0: And guys, listen. Uh, the first week of February, we got a show coming up, and we talk a little bit more about Game of Thrones and yeah. my ideas. For creating our very own Westeros right here at home,
1: we can do it. Yeah,
0: we're gonna do. You're it. gonna want to listen to that episode,
1: folks. We're gonna map it out.
0: So that was my number three. On to <sighs> you, Jerry.
1: So my number three. We're getting deep here. I just don't feel like I want to go farther because. All right, my number three. Yeah,
0: you're keeping us all in suspense here, Jerry. Seinfeld. Okay, there you go. I I debated this one, but I didn't put it on my top ten or in my honorable mentions. you freaking retarded. <laughs> but I picked Curb Your Enthusiasm because you I figured did. it was the better version of that show.
1: But you're wrong. Okay, because Seinfeld ran longer, and it's better. It's it's I literally watch Seinfeld every day of my life from 2000. Two Until 2010 Like literally every day Like every single day I brought the series with me When I deployed When I got home I told like Amy that she needed to watch it And We had bought a house right In 2008 So we buy a house in 2008 uh, December 2008 So 2009 she starts coming over to the house That we bought together um, uh, the only reason was because she was still living at home and going to college and we weren't married yet. It's like a thing. Anyway, she'd come over. I had no furniture. We, we had no furniture in the house. We had nothing besides a foldout couch that I got from my grandma, June, uh, Snyder. And it was upstairs in, in one of the bedrooms. We had nothing else. Like I had a foldout couch. A table downstairs that I put things on But I was redoing a lot in the house We had nothing else uh, We would we, we slept on this fold out couch Basically And we would watch DVDs of Seinfeld That's all we watched And we started from season 1 Until season 9 when it ended And I believe it was season 9 I could be wrong If I am wrong I'm sorry to any diehard Seinfeld? Oh fans, boy, but there's a lot of them. I know my and, and my cousin
0: in law being one of them. I think I, f- I feel
1: like know. I am one of those people, and I should know this. And I'm positive it's season nine, but either way, we watched all of them. I've I forced her to watch it. She thought it was the dumbest show in the world before she ever watched it. Until she started watching these episodes, and then she appreciated it. She was like, "I took this." completely different before I ever watched the episodes. Like you hear about it and you think one thing and then you watch it and you think something completely different. I understand they they say it's a show about nothing. There's so much more substance to this. Each episode could be different, but there are certain episodes that tied to each other and they're so funny.
0: It's, uh, it's some I, of the funniest I mean it's a probably um it, it, I would argue maybe a couple but it's one of the funniest shows of all time. Of there's just no doubt about that. Yes. And it's a, it's offbeat and it's a completely different sense of humor. It's but like it can nothing relate, that it existed it can, at that point.
1: It can relate so much to your daily life. And it's
0: really like nothing that's existed since then. It kind of no. stands on itself and it's timeless too. You can go watch those episodes now. Exactly. And it doesn't matter that they're on the old like brick like, cell phones or whatever I, they're I on can't, pay phones.
1: I can't explain how funny some of these episodes are. So you, you've got an episode where where Jerry leaves a $20 bill in a pair of jeans when he goes to a dry cleaner, and he wants to get that $20 back, and he goes back, he gets his jeans, and there's, there's no $20 bill in his pants, and he's like, I think that dry cleaner took my $20 bill. So the whole episode is about getting that $20 bill back, and Kramer comes in with a bag of concrete and he was going to put it in the, the washer of the dry cleaners. And he's coming in and like Jerry's the guy who's got to distract the owner of this, this like washing service. I don't think it was a dry cleaner. It was actually like a, like a washer, uh, a laundry mat, like a, a laundry mat. So he's like distracting the guy that's in charge of this laundry mat. And Kramer's coming in with bags of concrete, dumping them in the, the washers and he's like dumping shit all over his face. And like, it's all over the place. It's just, it's, it's so funny to watch. And all they're trying to do is get $20 back. Right. You know, like the, the whole premise of that move or that episode is to get his $20 back. It might've even been 10. I don't know. But it was so funny to watch. And then there's other episodes where Kramer gets into smoking cigars and ends up turning him orange. Like turning his whole face like brown. Rogers Roasters? Yes. (laughs) And then there's another episode where Kramer gets involved with like blood donation. And they're going to go donate a bunch of blood. And then the car overheats. And they end up using blood to like not overheat the vehicle it's like so ridiculous and he's storing blood in jerry's freezer
0: some of my favorites are any of the ones with david putty
1: oh putty it where where he's like new jersey devil Uh, he comes out with Patrick
0: warburton right yes
1: patrick warburton comes out and there's a uh there's like a it's not a it's like a father like a a catholic priest is in the car and he comes out as the New Jersey Devil and he's like <laughs> yeah. like devils I <laughs> love the
0: ones too with Brian Cranston so as Tim Watley.
1: And then the the maestro, there's one guy that he only wants to be called the maestro because he It's I, a great
0: I, great great show. And all of those guys have went on to huge things afterwards, oh except for maybe gosh. Michael Richards, but that's his own doing.
1: But right. Julia sense.
0: Louis-Dreyfus has been has – she's surpassed anything. I mean, I mean, she
1: was huge before Seinfeld because of her dad. Yeah. Well, but either way, but, Seinfeld is a, a giant show. It's always been rated as one of the top shows of all time. I don't care about who else rates it top. It is. Yeah. Like, you just – if you don't believe it, watch – episodes of Seinfeld like watch multiple episodes of Seinfeld and I guarantee you you will find some sort of enjoyment from it because there are like even like Amy didn't really enjoy George she got annoyed by George but then you watch him like See, when George was, is
0: one of my favorite characters
1: but then you watch him with George Steinbrenner yeah. La- Larry David Larry did David. George, George Steinbrenner's voice and he would like sleep under his desk, yeah. and then he'd come out and talk to jo- like Larry Steinbrenner, and he'd be like the best employee of the Yankees. You oh,
0: know, you know what I loved is a uh, what's the guy who played um, I Alain- uh Elaine's Al- boss.
1: Oh yeah, at the publishing uh,
0: company. Um, it was Jay something, but I don't know what his real name is. I like that actor. No, I know he's always funny in the show.
1: I'm trying to think of uh,
0: it was I the can't... name of the magazine, but yeah, anyway.
1: I can't remember. It, it, there's so many things that happen in this show. You guys, another one of these things work. If you haven't watched Seinfeld, shame on you. But if you start watching it now, tell me about it. <laughs> I want to know if you start watching Seinfeld because this is one of the best shows of all time.
0: Yeah. It's good. It's By great. far. Definitely. I agree. It's not in my top 10, but.
1: You're silly. I don't know. I, you know. This is where I would fight you. Like, this is one situation where if we met each other in a bar and you came up to me and you're like, I don't like Seinfeld. I'd try I to li- fight I you. I love
0: Seinfeld. I love it. Absolutely. I watched most of it at the time You don't love when it enough. Kid, and then I watched it all again in reruns. I've probably seen every episode of Seinfeld 10 times. Love that show.
1: And yet, it's not in your top 10.
0: No. Nope. But I can tell you what's my top number two. Okay. Are we to number
1: two? Um, that was my three, so this has to be your two.
0: Yes. This is a show that Jerry falsely put way lower than it needs to be, and I feel like it's a direct slight against me. Well Good. Because it's maybe responsible. You know, good, for the you did put Seinfeld in your top Without ten. Without this show, Snarf Talk Podcast doesn't exist. Snarf Comics doesn't exist. None of it exists.
1: I feel like that's untrue.
0: This show is Doctor Who.
1: Uh. (laughs) you're
0: wrong man this okay so i'm gonna tell you guys a little bit of story going back probably in the late 2000s i don't even know me and jerry were acquaintances we had we had grown up in adjacent to each other knowing each other probably been uh you know amicable with each other in the past sure and but never really hung out that much one-on-one for any particular reason. Mostly, like, if there was a party, we'd talk, hang out, whatever. Yep. But I remember vividly, I had a Super Bowl party at my dad's shed, and we sat in this Super Bowl party. And eventually, people being responsible adults started leaving and going home and, and right. whatnot. I don't know if either of us had children at the time. I don't believe we did. I, I might have. You might have, but, but now, I don't think so. It no. was either
1: 2011 or 2012, because either... I didn't have kids yet or had a brand new baby yeah. and was n- not a good father.
0: Whatever the case, <laughs> me and Jerry proceeded to continue to get drunker than everybody and everybody left. So at the end of the night, it was basically just us there sitting there. And yeah. and um, we started talking about, I believe, Batman because you were wearing something Batman related. At the time, I was a huge nerd. Huge geek, but never really, you know, brought it out into the world, like I mentioned before. Yeah. Jerry, the same way, I think. Oh, yeah. And um, so we started talking about Batman and all that. And I said, hey. And then it went from Batman to Star Wars. And we started talking about Star Wars in depth for hours. I'm talking hours. We were there until the wee morning.
2: Hours it was of the morning. late.
0: And at Early. some point, I said to Jerry, hey, you really need to watch Doctor Who. And he said, really? And I said, I think I like it better than Star Wars. And he said, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, slap you right across the face. (laughs) Might not have said that, but something along those lines. Oh, no,
1: it was very close to that. Like, that is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So, I had just, I was just fresh off a binge. I think it was probably before Matt Smith, and it was probably post Oh, it was absolutely
1: before Matt Smith.
0: Okay. So, I remember saying, just start, there, okay, so, any background on Doctor Who? This show has been on since the 70s, 60s, maybe? 60s. Okay. In Britain... Yep. And it, it would run on PBS here. And I remember watching it a little bit when I was a kid, but nothing. I did not. But in about 2005, they rebooted the show. Now, yes. I never watched it until nope. just then, about 2010 or 11, whenever this was. Um, And I watched it and just got immediately hooked and just fell in love with this show. And that's when um, the story commenced where we met and everything. So he goes out and watches this show. And I don't even know how long after that. You had watched it all so pretty I, quickly.
1: Oh gosh! I literally. So this is when I worked a swing shift, and on midnights, uh, if I didn't have anything to do, I would illegally watch uh, Doctor Who. And I I rem- specifically remember you telling me like the first season can it's, be could be rough. You can skip it.
0: I said watch it, I, I, but
1: I am just telling you, you and, gotta
0: you gotta grin. And
1: well, grin right, through it even a bit. now I wouldn't tell people to skip it because there is a huge storyline there with Rose, yeah. And I feel like you need to see that. And it, the production value of the show though was it's very low. low. Yeah. It's a very low produced show because BBC didn't have much money to put this on, but it's very it, it's very worth watching. Like it's you need to watch it because. Uh, the the storyline of Rose continues the next season and and seasons after. So I would say watch the that season Started in two thousand five. Christopher
0: Ecclesfield, yes, or Christopher
1: eckelstein e-
0: eckelstein I don't know what it is. Ecclestone uh, is he, the he first only, Doctor. Yeah, or he only did that one season. Doctor, right? Or ninth, ninth, ninth Doctor? Ninth. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah! Don't boy. you tell
1: me. That he's the 10th. Okay, the, so tenth he's the doctor. doctor.
0: He was only in it for one season. So if, there's a little backstory on Doctor Who. There
1: the, was a contract dispute with him. He would have done more, but... Um, the, the Doctor
0: is an alien. Yes. And, um, he has two hearts. He has two hearts. And he's a Time Lord. He's a Time Lord, is what it's called. So he has the ability to travel through time in his ship called the TARDIS. Oh, I'm getting looked um, up. Time <laughs> and Relative Dimensions in Space is the acronym for TARDIS, yeah. by the way. It's bigger on the inside. It is. It's bigger. It looks like a police box, (laughs) so like a phone booth, but for calling the police, which they have apparently in England.
1: That's. It was a big thing in England.
0: So, in any case, um, the the main thing is is every now and again the doctor regenerates, so he sheds his former body and he's reborn into a new identity, and this happens every so often.
1: But he keeps his memories, and he keeps keeps his memories, but he his personality changes. His personality changes to the person he. Generates into
0: this. I know this sounds crazy, but you, you gotta watch this show, it, and you gotta start in you know, two thousand five. Bear it through the first season, and then David Tennant becomes the tenth
1: doctor. You, you, I, I couldn't bear him changing into a new doctor. So with with Christopher Eccleston, right? Eccleston. So in two thousand five, the very first season that it 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 starts again. Uh, With Rose and The Doctor. That first season, like I said, a little bit rough to watch. It's very poor production quality, but just watch it, whatever. It it gets better. Eccleston, yeah. Once you finish that and it changes into David Tennant, which is the 10th Doctor, the The production goes up. And the show takes off. The show more than takes off. It literally buries itself in your heart. Yeah. It did with me. It's it's an amazing show, and then like as it continues and the doctor changes, that's something I could not bear. Um, like I it's could not heart wrenching,
0: heart wrenching. <laughs> like the, and, and how long I would was new tenant in there? Maybe three or four years.
1: I don't care. Right now, I don't. I don't even want to think about it again because it's so hard to think about when he changes into the eleventh doctor. It was. Like, one of the single hardest things I've ever had to watch. Yeah. It's it's intense. I And I remember telling you, like, I don't think I can watch this show again. Yeah. Like, I don't think I can watch this season. And you told me, like, just hang on. Like, just watch watch the first few episodes and, and see how you feel about it. And I did. And I was like, well, fucking love this Doctor. Yeah. And like, I love see, this Matt guy.
0: Matt Smith is the 11th Doctor. And the show just is still amazing, uh, and it introduces maybe one of the greatest TV characters of all time, Amy, Amy Pond, Pond, played by Karen Gillan.
1: Yeah, Gillum. well, and it, it's like Amy and Rory, Amy and as Rory, a, yeah. as a team. So Amy, Karen Gillan has her com- her own companion, which is Rory. Like they're basically engaged. Yeah, they're they're not really at the time, but they're like boyfriend and girlfriend. But they do get engaged. Whatever. Spoilers. Uh but she follows the doctor she 's the doctor's companion. The doctor always has a companion with them
0: um a human companion, yeah,
1: a human companion, not a time lord and it's 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 some of the best storyline you 'll ever get like i I feel like the tenth doctor, David Tennant, is my doctor, but the stories that you get out of Matt Smith and Karen Gilan. With Amy Pond, yeah, it's incredible, or something you can't. When
0: beat. Rory waits for centuries, <sighs> he gets left in ancient as, Rome as that Roman guy. He gets waits for centuries for her. It's just it's oh, holy and then shit. when he regenerates it, Chris, to the twelfth Doctor,
1: now I f- this shit makes me feel bad. I put it at six,
0: and not only is this hate show this. so amazing, um, it's the story of me and Jerry.
1: It Because
0: <laughs> we bonded over this. We realized we have all the same likes, yeah. and that's when you no, know, this our is, friendship was born. It really was. And Out it was over a show. Super
1: Bowl party about Doctor Who. Yeah. And, and Batman. And Star Wars. Like yeah, Batman, Star Wars, and Doctor Who is where this all started.
0: But I feel like I'm giving more of the credit to Doctor Who because you hadn't heard about it. I brought it to you, and then we both shared the journey together.
2: Well,
1: and then, yeah, because I I... I so deep dove into the show. It took me a while for the first season. So yeah. it was like three months. It, it, I remember
0: you got to bear it through. It the took first me season. like
1: three months to get through the first season, which was only like eight or 10 episodes. But as soon as, as soon as the transition happened from, uh, from Eckelstein to Matt Smith, like watching that transition in the whole, I think the bad wolf thing. Happened yeah. That was, that.
0: yeah, it did happen in the first season. Yeah.
1: So like the whole, I don't know how to explain it, but in the first season, there's a bad wolf stuff that happens and it transitions into the next season. And Matt Smith takes over. It's, It's very compelling, yeah, and it and it caught my attention. It's got weird
0: looking aliens and dumb looking robots, but you don't you you look look past past it all because the story is so amazing and the heart in these characters and the relationships are so intense and incredible. And you know what? It's just it doesn't get any better. It doesn't in my. And if anybody
1: like if anybody comes to me and and says like they don't like it because it's so like cheesy and whatnot, like you can bring up tool time or... Home Improvement, you mean? Yeah, that's right. Home Improvement. <laughs> any show, saying. anything. Like, any of those shows, it's like, che- all of those shows are cheesy and whatnot. Like, just just give it a second. This is a deep,
0: deep sci-fi universe. And it, and it has a huge cult following. Very. Deep. I have posters in my house. I got t-shirts. Jerry's got t-shirts. Me and Jerry both bought replica got, sonic screwdrivers. I've got
1: multiple sonic screwdrivers. And I literally just went through a situation where I had people over at my house and they had half of a sonic screwdriver in their hand. And they're like, what is this? I said, please set that down because i got to <laughs> find the other half of it. <laughs> That's a sonic and screwdriver. Like, and I'm not kidding. It was New Year's. And they picked it up because it was covered in something from the kids. Um, I think one of the kids put it in a toilet. To be quite frank. And I was like, and they were, the person that had this in their hand was ready to throw it away because it was in the toilet. And I said, nope, (laughs) we're going to disinfect that. I have the other half on my dresser. That's the 10th doctor's sonic screwdriver. And we're not going to throw that away. And I'm not kidding. So I did disinfect that and it's back together and in, in, in good shape. But I have the ninth, tenth, and eleventh Doctor's sonic screwdriver at my house. Perfect, um, and I'm pretty much prepared for anything that's going to come our way, <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve wood. <laughs> yeah, because the right. sonic screwdriver does not, it's not work through wood. wood. So, so, but I also two, have hatchets.
0: Doctor Two, Doctor Who, Doctor Two, whatever.
1: So, if you guys haven't understood. Doctor Who is a big deal. It's it's amazing
0: and it's still going, guys. You can still watch it. It's still on the air. So, Jerry, you're number 2. Oh gosh. We're going to run long, aren't we? Is this number 2? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry guys, we're going to run long on this podcast, but it's going to be worth every second.
1: Um I don't even know if I want to say it. My number 2. Breaking Bad. Okay. Breaking Bad changed my life. This is.
0: I'm gonna have some uh, some words some words that make might make you want to fight me in a little bit. So well, I'm ahead.
1: already ready to fight you because you haven't said Breaking Bad, and we're at number two, and I know it's not your number one. So
0: I'm gonna give you a spoiler. Whew. It's not only not in my top ten. It's not even in my honorable mentions. And
1: don't I don't you-
0: think it's the best show in the doc in the Breaking Bad universe. Go.
1: Well, Better Call Saul is dog shit. Wow. There you go. We're going to fight.
0: <laughs> go ahead and... and Have you bad. watched
1: all of Breaking Bad?
0: I've 100% watched every episode, yes.
1: That was a groundbreaking television series. I, I can't argue that. I agree. That I love that show. changed my life on watching TV. And no joke, I accidentally ruined it for a guy at work. I feel super bad about that. Um, either way, the tv show in general i watched it again when i was on when i worked a swing shift i used to watch this stuff on midnights and i don't i don't know i don't know what to say about this tv show other than it is the i i had this as my number 1 so this was my number 1 tv show and i And I changed it to my number two only because of, like, one single little thing that I'll get at when we get to number one. But really, in the grand scheme of things, you can just accept this as my number one overall TV show. Okay. Because it's so groundbreaking. Breaking Bad is groundbreaking. I don't care what you think. I'm I'm not disagreeing. It is. It's like... It had every single story arc you could ever think of. It had like obviously drug drug stuff, but it had family stuff. It had comedy. It had like everything in between. I don't. I don't know.
0: I I, lo- I want I, to know I, what you think I because love, I love Breaking Bad. I loved it. I think it's a great show. I think it was uh, but absolutely the, ahead of its time and groundbreaking. The
1: acting in it.
0: The acting's amazing. I, the one thing I'll say about Breaking Bad, and I thought a lot about it, is um, there aren't any characters that you can like. Okay? The main character- Are you shitting me, Chris? <laughs> Brian Cranston's not a likable character. Yes, he is. No, he's miserable. He's he's a bad person to start out that show, and he just continues to get worse.
1: That's not true. He's a miserable
0: character. That's not now, true. Now, Jesse, he's doing you can
1: everything, like- He's doing everything to help his family right off the bat. Yeah, but he's a he's bad like,
0: person. I mean, he's a nobody, miserable-
1: not off person. the bat. No, he's not. He turns into a bad person. I will give you that. He does turn into a bad person. That's
0: the whole... I mean, utter, utterly selfish at every turn.
1: To help his family. That's well, selfish.
0: come on. That, that's a...
1: So he finds out he has cancer and then fi- and then decides, I'm going to do this to get a bunch of money to help my family after I'm dead. It quickly that's being becomes becomes selfish? It quickly
0: com- becomes more... About more than that.
1: So if you get... Life insurance, you're a bad person.
0: <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that quickly he becomes swept up in the power of it. Like third season. And it becomes about that, his his own ego and, and his need for power. And
1: Oh, it's so fun to watch. I am the one who knocks.
0: But I think, uh, you honestly, I, I, I really truly believe that Better Call Saul is a better show. I think Better Call Saul is an amazing show. It has...
1: I've only can't, seen two episodes. So oh my I gosh, can't, Jerry, You can't say one <laughs> thing about it. Then you don't know what no, you're talking about. No, I can't.
0: About. Okay, Better Call Saul is.
1: Have you heard about it in the tabloids? It it, it no. has
0: it has much better. It has just as good, if not better, acting. First off, we'll start there. Second off, it has more comedy. But third off, it has more depth of character, and it has characters that you can root for, characters that you care about. It has more ermine Trout.
1: I just can't. I and can't. He, I'm not going go to. He's an More,
0: bo- You have to watch it. You, you really have to watch it. I and believe you'll quickly you? realize it's a better show than Breaking Bad I just in can't. all facets. I'm telling you. No way. Better There's Call no Saul way. is on my honorable mentions, by the way, because Better Call Saul is an incredible show.
1: Okay. It's on your honorable mentions. If you look at any of the top ranking charts of TV shows, Breaking Bad is in the top five of all of them. Okay. I'm just telling you. And you're sitting here. Telling me that
0: better call Saul, it's a better show. I challenge you to watch it. I can't. You will agree with me. I guarantee. No, you. I
1: won't. You I will not, because Breaking Bad has been my number one show of all time forever. Breaking are- until I started looking at this. Until I started looking at this top ten, I started breaking down like why I like these shows. There has been one show that surpassed it. Only because of, like, character development and, like, and because of, like, like, uh, like, what do I, what do I want to say? Like, uh, like, overall, uh, I can't remember the word. I can't think of the words. It's like overall... (laughs) You're
0: gonna have to cut this
1: out. <laughs> no, it's like it's like overall like impactment yeah. of people, Impactfulness. Yeah, it's I, like I, I mean it's a great show. I'm just telling you, the well, things they're
0: doing on Better Call Saul they are have not they as have good. The, first of all the they have a whole sequence in Better Call Saul that's five minutes with no dialogue that spans the six months, and it's him and his girlfriend whatever and every morning they're brushing their teeth together and oh, then they go on to. I'm t- I'm telling you man this uh, this show is artfully produced it's amazing I believe you okay I'm I telling just you don't You're think not, it's as good
1: as breaking it right. is
0: it's better guaranteed it it can't be disagree disagree to
1: disagree or yep. agree to disagree oh we're going to disagree
0: all right are we on a number ones now yep all right my number one favorite tv show of all time
1: i'm so excited
0: it's already been said Really? You just foolishly put it lower on the list. Okay. It's Firefly.
1: Holy shit. This you is, put Firefly as number one?
0: Firefly is my favorite show of all time. Whoa. I will that tell blew you,
1: my mind.
0: I will Chris. tell you, this show affected me so much. I didn't even see it when it Holy first came smokes. out. I watched the movie Serenity, absolutely love that movie, And it was years after I saw the movie Serenity that I even knew that there was a show called Firefly. I watched that movie, didn't even know it was based on a television show. Just loved the movie. Found out years later that it was based on a television show. Deep dive into the show. What I found down the line is I ordered all the comic books. I ordered all the fan-made movies. I am an official brown coat. No, in I, the know, organization. I remember
1: you telling me, like, you're going to be a brown coat, dude. I'm an official brown coat in the organization.
0: <laughs> I was obsessed with this show. All I ever wanted was for it to come back. And wow. this, it, this show was a huge impact to me. And it, you're right. It's a, it's a space opera, or it's a space western. I mean,
1: I would call it an opera.
0: It, it's a space western, like you said. And it, you know. I didn't thought about it until you just said that, but my um I've been recently rewatching Solo, the new Solo movie. Yeah. And uh I haven't got I've been watching it at night so I keep falling asleep, but I remember after that movie came out somebody asked me what I thought of the movie Solo and I said I really liked it, but it would have been better as a series. Solo should have been an HBO show. Yeah. And I didn't really think about it at the point, but that is kind of what Firefly is. It is.
1: It depicted like everything Han Solo is. Yeah.
0: But the relationships between the people on the crew and the growth of the characters over just however let one season, yeah, it, it's just incredible, and it's a show with so much heart. It's a show that's so fun to watch. so good. And I, it, for me, it just doesn't get any better. Joss Whedon at his finest. I, I started this list with Joss Whedon at 10 with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. I'm ending this list at number one with Joss Whedon and Firefly. If you haven't seen Firefly, folks... It's a very small so commitment good. for your life. It's only one season. I don't even think it's a full season. It's, I don't know how many I, episodes I think there it's are. Ten. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be more was, than that, right?
1: No, I thought it was only ten episodes.
0: You'll you'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll, you'll be, change
1: as a person. Yeah,
0: it's it's it doesn't get much better. I just I absolutely adore that show.
1: That's so good. I I completely agree. I I don't have anything to, bad to say about it. I 14, I only put 14 it fourteen episodes. Oh, it's that. Fourteen Jeez. episodes in a
0: movie.
1: Well, there you go. Uh, and, and the
0: funny thing about Firefly is, after I watched that movie and found the show, and after I watched the show, I realized that I had watched that move, show. You know, when it was on in two thousand two, when I was in high school, but I didn't really watch it. You know, like I saw it occasionally.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I it when I first saw the show, it clicked. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this show being on the air. Yeah, but I didn't really watch it. So anyway. My number one, my number one show, Firefly, can't beat it, Jerry. We're all waiting with <laughs> bated breath.
1: <laughs> okay, so I feel like you can beat it, uh, like impactfulness. I feel like it is beat, Chris, and I, I'm I do feel like it beat, it beat. Firefly in impactfulness in my life. And that's Be-
0: all I was braiding off. Is, is It's an effect exactly. on me.
1: This is all effect on each other. So this show affected me more than any other show that I've watched. And I have home. no clue what it is. It's an HBO show. Okay. And Should it- I
0: guess? Yeah, go for it. It's not like The Wire, is it? No. Um, Silicon Valley? No. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Sopranos. The
0: Sopranos. I've never watched it. Oh,
1: oh I can't. <laughs> I can't handle this right now.
0: I've never watched it. I've always you've, wanted to watch that show, but I never have.
1: You've never watched The Sopranos?
0: No, no, I haven't.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Well, um, I mean, I know the gist of it, but The no, Sopranos
1: I've never it. started. The whole thing with HBO, like it, it literally kicked off HBO shows in the way of like extreme groundbreaking shows. I don't even know what, how else to explain it. Like the Sopranos were such a groundbreaking show in every aspect yeah. of. Yeah, I mean back in the day, what shows what we were. think of
0: as an HBO show now, which it still is they They didn't exist now they're oh, everywhere it, it
1: blew that it blew that stuff out of the water.
0: It was the first like, of that format of show
1: like how
0: how adult oriented deep drama yes,
1: involved it was like deep drama like like very adult at the time, like how adult it was, like not only in like language, yes, language was bad but the, the content of the show when it came to literal like mob murders and sexual connotations and, and things that happened in the show, it just things you didn't see in TV before The Sopranos came out. But The Sopranos came out, and James Gandolfini was this mob boss that... Like I said, it like blew everybody out of the water. I think maybe it, the first it was, was like a now, shock. The first show. character
0: that where a villain was a sympathetic lead of the show. It's like an antihero. An antihero. Yeah. Yes. I mean the probably it wasn't 100%. the first, but I mean it seems that it might be.
1: But he's the guy that everybody was like I don't like what you're doing. But I like you. Right. I think you're good. A sympathetic villain. I like what you're doing with your family. I mean,
0: your Vincent D'Onofrio kingpin doesn't exist without
1: Tony Soprano. It doesn't. Uh, Game of Thrones doesn't. Uh, Game of Thrones doesn't come around. The Wire doesn't come around without Sopranos. None of this stuff exists without the Sopranos. The and last, hugely,
0: hugely successful. I mean,
1: oh my gosh! This is what launched HBO's yeah. TV series. Like the Sopranos is what launched. Before that, HBO. it was just movies. This is, it literally launched everything HBO had done. So The Sopranos started, let me look it up, um, 1999. January 10th, 1999, The Sopranos launched. It ended June 10th, 2007. The reason I, I knew this for a fact is because I had the last season of The Sopranos before it was actually over. And it was during my deployment, again, like a lot of this stuff happened during my deployment because we got a lot of bootleg stuff. So all of this was bootleg stuff and we I remember getting uh, my roommate and I, he was my truck commander as well, uh, Schofield. He lives in Shanahan. Good guy. Um, me and Schofield got S- the last season of Sopranos and Deadwood. I remember getting Deadwood and Sopranos at the same time from the Iraqi Bazaar. And this was in 2000, like late 2006, early 2000, 2007. And it was before the end of the Sopranos. So the Sopranos had not actually ended in the U.S. yet. And Schofield was like big into Sopranos before I ever was. I hadn't watched it until that deployment. I watched every season while I was deployed. So the first five seasons I watched. The sixth, uh, I didn't get until the last one. And we got it bootlegged and we were watching it and they were Oscar like screeners. So they would, they would say at the top of the, the, the DVD like, like for Oscar screening, like for, uh, the people that screen Oscars, I don't know. It, yeah. it had a tape that went across the top and said it was like to screen for Oscar content or whatnot. And that's how I watched the last season, and I remember being blown away. And now, today, they just came out with The Sopranos movie is coming out, and James Gandolfini's son is playing
2: oh, James Gandolfini
1: wow. as an earlier version of him in the series, and I read that today, and I can't can't freaking believe it, because I was trying to put together this list, and the the only reason I put Sopranos above Breaking Bad in my life, like, Breaking Bad blew me away as an AMC show, because I separated this stuff as, like, HBO and AMC. HBO, I feel like, is still a separate league from what AMC could be. Like, if AMC was playing on the same league as what HBO was, I feel like they could have better shows, honestly, like, from what they put out. But they're not in the same league because HBO is a... Subscription only, yeah. Yeah, and they can put out content that AMC cannot. Right. So... I feel like Breaking Bad could be different in that scenario. But yet, it's so freaking good. Sopranos I put above Breaking Bad because it was so groundbreaking at the time. Because it kicked the door down on what a show could be. On what you could put in a show and tell a story about, regardless of HBO or AMC or wherever you're at. I don't, I don't care what network it was on. Like whatever story you were telling the Sopranos started the whole thing. Like it it started the whole thing on these edgy dramatic shows. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't feel like you'll ever beat it.
0: (laughs) Well, interesting. My number one and two were on your top 10. Your number one and two were not on my top 10.
1: Oh, well, mine are better. <laughs> but
0: that's it, folks. That's the top 10. I, however, have a bunch of honorable mentions. Oh, I don't know where
2: are we are on
1: time here. No, we're good. Okay. Let me I, let me know. Let me know what your honorable mentions are. We're at 215. Okay, we got plenty of time.
2: This
0: one's going to go long, folks. I got some honorable mentions. Yeah, go All for right. it. My first honorable mention is a show called Farscape. Do you ever watch that? No, I... I I don't even know it this is a a, a sci science fiction show um from the 90s it was produced by the uh, with Jim Henson's Muppet character creation department and this is a show that's super cheesy hmm. but if you get into it it's just a fantastic sci-fi show it's about a, an astronaut who gets lost in space and he gets picked up and then he finds a whole, he gets transported like through a wormhole and picked up by this alien ship. And it's just their event. It's kind of like Star Trek. It's kind of like one of those types of things. Yeah. But it has the Jim Henson's made, made all the different aliens uh, puppets. And yeah, I already love it. You would love this show. And I got deep into it when I was in college. And it's one of those I couldn't I couldn't put down. So I'm going to kind of go quickly since I do have a lot of honorable mentions. Uh, my number two honorable mention... Is a show I absolutely adore. I wish I could have gotten into the top 10, but I just couldn't. It's by probably one of the greatest television writers of all time. Um, It's called Boston Legal.
1: Oh my gosh, Boston Legal. James
0: Spader, William Shatner. Yes. The best duo in television history, I think. I agree. The comedy is amazing. The heart of that show is amazing. The courtroom scenes are amazing. I love legal dramas. And this is a really good legal drama. It's the probably the best legal drama of all time, and it's a spin-off of the practice. Did you know yeah. that?
1: No, I absolutely knew that. Because uh what's his name is in it? Um
0: Oh yeah. Um is it Kerr Malroney or 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 Dylan McDermott?
1: Dylan McDermott. <laughs> it's one of those yeah. two. <laughs> no, you're right. Dylan McDermott is in is in both of those shows.
0: So I love that show. It's also my dad's favorite show of all time. So um my it's very good. third honorable mention is in, I would have said office. Um, I'm not saying that because it, you've already talked about it. But
1: because you're the worst, is uh, Parks and Recreation. I didn't put yeah. Amy that, that amazing. that would be and, one of my. I I would agree that would be one of my um, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah. And Chris
0: Pratt's um,
1: foray into it.
0: Um, you got Aziz Ansari. You yeah. got um, Rashida Jones. Unbelievable. You got Nick Offerman. Manuka native. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a world in which I might think Parks and Recreations is a better show than The Office, honestly.
1: There's a world. It's
0: a funnier show. There's no doubt about that.
1: I agree with you. It is absolutely a funnier show.
0: You just maybe don't get quite as invested in the characters as you do in The Office.
1: The only reason why is because I feel like The Office came out first. Could be. But the...
0: I mean the relationship between I, I agree Amy with Poehler and what's his name? I love him as a comedian. He was in Party Down. Um, yeah, he ben, ben on the show, right?
1: Ben. Uh, I don't know his real name, but and he's like, my name is Derek. I can see, <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, and uh, step brothers, step brothers, yeah.
0: So their relationship isn't as deep as Jim and Pam's relationship, um, but oh, and Rob Lowe in that show. It doesn't get better than Rob Lowe in that literally show. Literally,
1: doesn't literally. get any better than
0: Rob Lowe. I think Parks and Rec might be the better show. It's more entertaining for sure. Overall, funnier, but
1: overall I've had the exact same argument in my lifetime. And and if I'm going to go back and rewatch... it's they're the both The problem is is that when you talk about top 10s, you talk about groundbreaking stuff in our lives.
0: Yes, Office was more groundbreaking in my life because it Only was first. Only because
1: it came first. You're
0: right. That's right.
1: I agree with you.
0: But I do like the cast of characters in Parks and Rec so much better, and the humor is better. Um, it's just the one thing would be maybe you don't care as much about the characters as deeply as you do in the office.
1: I don't remember to a moment a in
0: Parks of Recreation that would make you tear up. I, I can't agree. think of one. No, I But agree. there were many in the office.
1: Yeah. I okay. agree. I agree.
0: My next honorable Gosh, mention. that's
1: hard. That's hard to think about.
0: My next honorable mention. I, I've already talked about it, so I'm not going to talk about it more, but Better Call Saul I think it's an amazing show. I think it's better than uh Breaking Bad. Not going to talk about it anymore. Jerry's not even going to get a word in. Next honorable I'm glad m-
1: you're not going to talk about it anymore because it could ruin our friendship.
0: <laughs> We've already talked about it. The next honorable mention I have is House. With Hugh Laurie.
1: Holy crap. House. I love, Another thing,
0: I love a medical drama <laughs> and I love I got really invested in those characters.
1: So did I, and it's again, I bring it up Constantly, but it was a big deal in my life. It all happened when I was deployed. Like uh, we we're gonna have him on at, at at a certain point in the show. But a, a friend of mine, Nate, um, while we were deployed uh, and a bunch of other people, but we watched House religiously. Oh,
0: it's such a good show.
1: We watched another House anti-hero from character the too. By the way, from the beginning to the end of house like literally from the beginning show to the end show of house we watched while we were deployed and it was something like it it literally became like a ritual for us so when we were on call so we had like a uh like a 24 hour period where we were the second team right so we if the first team got called out if there was another mission that happened like you would get called out Second team, you really weren't doing anything. First team, you were up at battalion, and you stayed in a certain room, like these rooms with bunk beds, and you just waited to see if something happened. If something happened, you were called out first. But during that time of waiting, there was like literally nothing to do. We watched House. And we would ha- watch House like religiously. We would either watch House or play Spades. And Hugh Laurie became. It's amazing. A dude that we quoted regularly. <laughs> and House became a show that we quoted regularly because it was so good. Yeah. And I remember coming home and Amy like finishing nursing school. I'm like, you gotta watch House. Because this show like blows anything you've ever watched, including Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. F- screw Grey's Anatomy.
0: I like Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch it anymore. I watched the first couple seasons. It's a good show, but yeah, the I mean, first
1: three or four ap- After
0: the- that, it got ridiculous. Yeah, but I,
1: I don't want to see a guy come in with a-, a rocket, like a RPG, in his chest, and act like it's a everyday Seattle morning. <laughs>
0: right. Well, anyway, I think House is the best medical drama, and I like a medical drama, so. Hugh Laurie. Yeah, he's great, and the characters in that are great. Yeah. My next honorable mention would be another, um, if if there was a single cam show before Scrubs, it was this show, it was also written by Aaron Sorkin, it's Sports Night. You've never heard of Sports Night?
1: I haven't. Oh,
0: it's a great single camera comedy drama from the 90s. I'm um, look it up we're not gonna go we won't go too much in depth to it here it's a really good show i love that show now I have um three more so
1: wait 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Well,
0: sports night we're trying to do this quickly Jerry. are we yeah well we're pushing the time limit
1: uh, who's the main character in sports night because I feel like I know him
0: um yeah he was in parenthood do you ever watch the show parenthood no
1: of course not Because um, that sounds like a stupid show
0: uh, I don't know what the other guy's name is. They've all been in a lot of stuff. That's all I can tell you.
1: Uh, Josh Charles. Yeah. yeah. Never mind.
0: Any, In any case. Continue. Um, I love that show. <laughs> Next show, um, I will say in my honorable mention, is a brand new show that's just running right now. It's called The Orville. Oh, it is such a good show. The Orville is a good it show. It has the potential to be in my top 10 someday, mm. but not yet. Um, we'll talk about that in another episode because it's good. What you're watching for me because I'm watching it right now. Okay, um, good. I'm gonna th- throw the next one as um, Star Trek: The Next Generation with uh, Patrick Stewart as Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Okay, um, I don't. I didn't get too big. I'm not a Star Trek guy. I didn't get too deep into it. No, but this is the mind. one that I watched when I was a kid. This is the one that would be in reruns. Or maybe it was going live at the time. I think it was the reruns at the time, and I really loved the show. I didn't get deep into following into the history of Star Trek, and I will someday, but uh, but I'm not there yet. So the next three I feel like are ones that we can really talk about because one of them is Batman: The Animated Series, which we've already talked about. Thank you. Um, the other two had a bigger impact on me than Batman, and it's, that,
1: is that possible
0: for me? It is, and Gosh, Chris. it was uh, the '90s uh, Spider-Man: The Animated Series. Absolutely adored and loved that show. Okay. And X, the X-Men cartoon animated series. That's now, very Now, I loved Batman, but those two shows I was way more into, and that is directly responsible for my love of comics, those shows right there. And there's just no doubt about it. So, Okay. Um, somehow I just deleted the rest of my notes, Jerry, so <laughs> oh you need to talk.
1: Gosh. So Stop. how is it possible... How is it possible that you take X-Men? no i I take it back. I understand how you how you take Spider-Man, yeah and put it above I Batman. don't
0: I'm not putting X-Men above. I'm putting Spider-Man is above for me. Okay. X-Men is below and that.
1: Me. That I understand, because you've always been a Spider-Man guy. That's a great series, though, and, and, and it introduced my love to
0: Daredevil, because he is in and out of that show. Okay. Black I get, Cat.
1: And 100% I understand that. I don't understand how you could ever put the X-Men animated series like, it's a very good animated series in the 90s. Yep, it's good. It's it is nothing compared to Batman.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you what. I think... Um, so
1: unless you've never seen Batman...
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I, I love the Batman anime series. I think it's about timing in life. I think Spider-Man I agree. and X-Men were on before that. I think they were on earlier.
1: Was, was X-Men?
0: I don't know. But hmm. all I'm saying is for me, the impact they had on me... Um, Spider-Man the Animated Series was my Batman the Animated Series. Okay. Do I think that it's a better show than Batman the Animated Series? No. But I'm saying for me and the impact it had on my life, that's directly resp- mostly directly responsible for my love of comic books. Now, I was into comic books before that, but that really solidified it right there, that show, and made me a huge Spider-Man fan and made me deep dive into the comic book world. So, right. and,
1: and Spider-Man I can see. Spider-Man... That X-Men show, I think you're not
0: giving it credit. It was really I'm good. I'm not.
1: I'm not going to give it credit.
0: <laughs> okay. So those are all my honorable mentions. I actually have two more, but they shouldn't even be honorable mentions, so I'm not even going to mention them.
1: No. I I would like you to mention Well,
0: there's them. just two other really shows that I really like that I wouldn't even put in my honorable mentions, but um, one of them was Fringe. Do you remember that show? Yeah. That was a good show. N-
1: didn't that like just end? Ah, like no. just recently?
0: Another show that I really loved, and there's gonna be one guy, I hope he listens to the podcast, it's gonna be like right on. Um that's... is a show called Psych. I love that show. It just ended a couple of years ago. It they just made a movie last year of it. Who's it was it? on USA Who's in it? I, I don't know no, anybody's know. names I... on it, but it was a it was a, it was a story I know that of the week show. fake detective show. Anyway, that's not even an honorable mention. I know the it's show It's just a show I
1: like. I know you're
0: So that's it. That's all my honorable mentions, Jerry. We've done our top tens. We've done our honorable mentions. Jerry didn't come prepared with any honorable mentions.
1: No, because I came prepared (laughs) for my top tens. He made decisions. I told you what I liked in my one through ten. Oh, I'll tell you one that I'm...
0: Okay, that probably could be in our top tens, but I haven't ever watched it, and I don't think you've watched it either, and I've just started watching it, is um, Mm -hmm. Battlestar Galactica. I've never watched it. I'm just starting no, to watch it now. Me either. But if you look at the greatest shows of all time, it's always in the top 10. Are you sure? Yeah, and if you look at greatest sci-fi shows of all time, it's always number 1. So
1: Well, I
0: you know, I would argue that. Well, I would I'm I've never seen it, so I can't argue it. I might be a, You would argue that. You would have said that about Doctor Who if I didn't bring it to you and lay it at your feet
1: and if it wasn't like the greatest of all time.
0: <laughs> so that's all. I mean, that's all we got. I got some uh, what we're watching, but I think we should save them for next one because we're running. Next episode. Next episode. You can hear my reviews of a brand new comic book movie that's out in theaters right now that we have not talked about. We have not. Comic book adjacent. I'll say that. And uh, I've been reading some comic books that Jerry will be very interested in hearing about. Ooh, so I'd love it. We'll talk about that on the next show and then also on the next show. I don't know what we're going to do. Hey, why don't you guys give us some ideas? Come up with some ideas, send them our way. If we get an idea for a show and we ch- pick that idea, we'll send you a sticker. How about Stickers that?
1: Stickers coming your way.
0: Also, hashtag talking about snarf <laughs> on the tweets and hashtag, the Instagrams. Hashtag stuff. Send us some, some some hashtag love.
1: All right, guys. That's it. See you.
0: Later.